Hello, I'm Dan McDowell, longtime professional broadcaster. Why subscribe to our Patreon podcast? Well, perhaps you support our struggle to get out from under the oppressive thumb of the man. Or objectively, if you sign up at patreon.com slash thedumbzone, you'll get the two episodes per week that are available on all podcast platforms, like this one, plus an additional two episodes each week that are exclusive to Patreon. So subscribing on Patreon gets you four episodes per week. Oh my, what a bargain. Now, on to today's program. The but the truth is, the truth is, is I'm half Mexican, half white. And normally I don't tell people that because nobody likes it. You know, like if you're half one ethnicity, half of another, you're not on anybody's team. Like when my white friends find out that I'm also half white, they look at me like they, like they f***ing hit a pinata and a John Mayer CD fell out of that. <laughs> You guys know, like, I, I don't even speak Spanish. You guys know in Texas, if you're Hispanic and you don't speak Spanish, uh, Mexicans will treat you like tacos from Jack in a Box, right? Like, they know you're not the real thing. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Another listen. I'm gonna listen. Another listen. Another listen. Another listen. Another listen. Well... Happy Thursday. Man, I thought all day yesterday was Thursday. Went to Eatsy's. They didn't have the salmon burger. No. No. And, no. Uh, we're still going to have to do this slog tomorrow. Uh, hi, everybody. It's a video episode and a free episode. How about that? Yeah, and uh, that means, Blake, we have to bring it. Bring the oh, noise, Blake. Because of the free episode. Damn it. Okay. You're trying to uh, give people a tape. But I want you to yeah. give, let's say, 85 to 90%. Because I want you to know that our paid episodes on patreon.com slash at least 100. At least. Yeah. So just to know that whatever you're hearing today, if you're like, oh, man, that was good, they could do better. Yeah. I got to go run and pay for that episode. So if you are looking at the video, you're going to see it already on the screen. But if you're uh, listening, you're eventually going to hear. Uh, we have a guest in the den. He is uh, sitting on our couch. He is Lawrence Rosales. And we have uh, an applause for Lawrence. Hello, everybody. Quite a day. We have um, local comedian Lawrence Rosales. Um uh, but also we have... I would say regional. Regional. Local. I'm wearing a Dallas shirt. We can call it whatever we want. <laughs> uh, you're wearing a Dallas shirt? Yes, you're sir. You're wearing a Dallas shirt. Isn't yeah. that the same one that Far- I saw in the special? No, no, no. Okay, like, Farmer's Market. Does this guy market? wear the same shirt? No, that's where I get my clothes, a lot of them. Farmer's Market. Okay. You guys ever shop for clothes at the Farmer's Market? I have. Yeah. yeah. Great place. Get a bon yeah. me. Orange. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Much of my... Ensemble is uh, brought to you by Target. Ah. Absolutely no one is saying Ensemble. It's not bad, though. It wasn't bad. You don't I was think okay it's bad? It. I was okay with We've it. We've heard okay. worse. Yeah. Okay. We are I trendsetters here, Lawrence. I stand dough. <laughs> I can tell by this uh, attic that we're in. Yeah. It's very trendsetting. Hey! It feels like a... This is why attic. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Also in studio or in... Attic or whatever we're in. High atop Space. my garage. I thought it was an ADU. <laughs> we, uh, Jake brought his cat. Which 
Yeah, we're... Why don't you find the cat, pick it up, show the camera. Why don't you have your baby Bjorn? He has a baby Bjorn for the cat. I do. You got a baby Bjorn? I know you got a kid. Yeah, I do have a kid, but I'm, I'm looking... You've got a travel case for the cat? Of course. <laughs> that is that is yeah. wild. That is wild. That's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. It definitely is a lifestyle choice. You know, I, I've uh, I've never had a cat. Yeah? But I I can tell him. you're excited about this one. I love him so much, man. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like cats don't care about you. They don't. I've been trying to tell him. He cares about me. Yeah, it's a very one-sided relationship. I've been in those. That's the highest dollar. <laughs> yeah. no, the highest I'm, dollar I'm cat you're ever going to see, Lawrence. One. Yeah, I'm how much was this one. cat? Go on. I won't tell you. Come on. Oh, okay. All right. Keep was it below or above three figures? Three figures for a cat? Oh. Was it below or above? A uh, below. It's got to be below. Okay. All right. Like I said, lifestyle <laughs> choice, you know? And um, you don't have there's to explain that to anybody. You don't have to uh, explain that to anybody. Okay. There's some outer circumstances. It's My daughter is... Uh, is uh, oh. Go on. Pull up the force field. Yeah. Fuck go ahead. you, Blake. Pull up go the ahead. force field. No, you're just yeah. going to set a bear trap on our dear friend here, you know, within the first 10 minutes of the show. My daughter needed a cat. Oh, okay. It's like the opposite of being allergic. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What's the need for the cat? Uh, she's, uh, do we really want to do this? Okay, she needs the cat. She's, uh, she autistic. Oh, okay. All right. And, uh... Oh, well, yeah. Way to walk me into that bullshit. Yeah. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Good work, friend. Yeah, I could tell you have a little bit of it, because you hugged me when I walked in, and we've never <laughs> met, you know? So that's good. I hug everybody. No, I'm okay with it. I was working with a comic recently, uh, Amos Gill, who travels with Jim Jefferies, and uh, I think people outside of the country don't understand like personal space. Yeah. And we were drinking, having a great time. He's breathing on my neck for like two hours. We had a great time, and I stood up, and I gave him a hug as I left, and he kind of acted like, what's your deal, man? <laughs> and I was like, you've been breathing on my neck for two hours. I mean, this is, uh, yeah, this is a date as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Jake does Why the not? hugs. I do the drugs. Oh, okay. So Plants over pills. And I know you're only into one of those these days. Yeah, no, no drugs for me now. Yeah. No drugs for me now. That's too bad, man. Well, no, I guess we I can't agree. hang out. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll see you guys later. But we can hang. <laughs> we can hang here. Okay. Uh, yeah, check out, um, search Lawrence Rosales on YouTube, and you could see his special. Obviously, a special that you, this is not a Netflix special. It is a nope. YouTube special that you've produced, and I love it, man. Actually, so I got an email. A while back, from someone named Hunter, mm. and he says, uh, "Heard y'all talking about possibly bringing in some comedians in the future." My best friend. Oh, ooh, best friend. Would you agree with that? Hunter is here. Hunter is here. Would you? Okay, so you have to say he's your best friend. Yeah, and best friend, and best friend. He is counting how many months I've lived in his room, as I just <laughs> found out when the, right before the show started. Um. Can I read this? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, my best friend, who is currently living with my longtime girlfriend and I, for the second time after his meth addiction effed his life up, has just released his first comedy special. I'll put the link below. <laughs> He's an interesting cat. He's been kicking around the Dallas comedy scene for a decade with some good effed up stories he could share. The least he could do is repay me for living in my house. The least he could do is get big enough to get on the dumb zone. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> well, here we are. You made and, it, Hunter. Uh, don't know if you'd have any interest, uh, so click here to watch. 
And so I instantly deleted this. But then yeah. I decided later, you know what? Maybe. Um, I've got nothing to do tonight. So then yeah. I watched the special and uh, did email Hunter Webb back and uh, said I was into it. Um, and uh, he said Lawrence was beyond stoked when I told him you took the time to watch it. Now, I feel like that's uh, your, your flowery with – I don't believe that he was actually – He feel might have like been stoked, but maybe not beyond. Beyond stoked just seems excessive. Yeah, a little bit much. And um, yeah, Hunter then signed off with "I'm uh, I'm number two sixty seven. We can tell what subscriber number you are these yeah, days." Yeah, but then you sent that to me, and I'm like, "You're like, oh, do we want to get this shitty gay comedian on?" Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, "I've seen this guy. Yeah, he's seen yeah. me twice." At two the Come Town guys, he was you're opening for them. Yeah, yeah. the Come Town guys. How did that? How did that come to be? Phenomenal. Um, the way the scene works is like I didn't I didn't know those guys. I was telling Jake before the second guy, Estavos, was a little bit more famous mm-hmm. um, outside of Come Town, and Nick Mullins, who I think might be a better uh, actual comedian. Yes, I was not. Uh, I didn't know him, so I just showed up and did like a set, and then whenever I got off stage, he goes up and says Come Town. Everybody goes crazy, and I had no idea I was performing for a Come Town audience, which is a very specific <laughs> type of human. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, they own cats, things like that. Yeah, they, yeah. they hug a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. hug a lot. They have potty yeah, mouths. A lot of huggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, but no, Hunter was very, uh, you know, and I'm okay with the sales pitch. It's it's all very accurate. Uh, but yeah, Hunter was excited. Uh, I think more than I was. I mean, uh, Hunter loves you. I will be. I'll be at home watching the game, and I'll say something to him, and he'll have to. He'll have to tap on the shoulder. He'll take his earpod out because he's listening to you guys. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm your fucking best friend, man. We need more <laughs> you know, people like, like I'm that. sitting right next to you, and <laughs> yeah. you're hanging out with these guys. So it's nice to meet, uh, nice to meet you guys. So uh, let's go back to this, uh, the start. Like, how'd you get into it? Um, I, uh, I, you know, I think everybody starts comedy. They just think they're funny. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I come from a writing. I grew up playing in like punk bands in Dallas. Like, of course, I was playing in bars. Same here. Oh, really? Of course. Okay, so I was playing like Galaxy Club. And the door. Uh, what was the? Hey. Oh, he's gonna yell. Go at ahead. The dog. Keep talking, and I'm gonna take care of the dog. It's just all the clubs that they closed down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a completely deep Ellum Is now there's a you know a robot playing guitar and it's supposed, <laughs> to, be a, it's yeah. supposed to be a nice neighborhood. Yeah. I used to joke when I'm down there, I always joke about how, like, whenever I'm watching the news and some guy's like, oh, I got stabbed walking back to my condo in Deep Ellum. That's crazy. I'm like, no, this is a bad neighborhood. Yeah. Um, that's what it always was. Yeah. And uh, I kind of like that. I think every city should have a bad neighborhood. Culture club. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Gypsy Tea Room. Gypsy trees. Tea Room. Yeah. There you go. These were yeah. all, uh, You, I grew up playing in bands and we played all these places and uh, I just loved writing. Um I've always been writing my entire life, so you know, and I've always was a big fan of comedy. I remember I, I I saw Bill Burr at the Addison Improv when I was 21 with like 50 people on a Sunday night, so I was always a fan of it. And then I started when I was 30, which is like a little old to get started. Pretty old, yeah. Um, but you realize quickly that people that pay to see comedians typically are 30 plus. How'd you first start then? Huh? Like why? How did you first get up on a stage? Um, I just started going to the open mics. I mean, there's open mics every night of the week in the city, uh, multiple. 
And they're mostly just like there used to be one at hat tricks or I was assaulted a couple times. I mean, it's just you usually you're just at some bar. Nobody wants you to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but the bar is close to closing down, so they're taking one last swing with some open mic comedy to try to bring people in. Typically. So, so you're at home though. Obviously, you're a fan of comedy. Mm-hmm. How much material did you have? Uh, you think you've got, you're like, oh, I've got 10 minutes. And then you show up and you realize you've got one. That's and it's this not guy. good. Oh, this you guy, did it? No, but we've always, for like bet payoffs, mm-hmm. I think what you do is incredibly difficult. But for like a bet payoff, it's like, well, you got to do five minutes of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, his fantasy football league bet payoff, Blake wanted to do a bet payoff and do like a half hour of stand-up. And I'm like, whoa, that's a tall order a very very tall order i mean it's a punishment <laughs> yeah yeah but i but think five minutes would be five minutes know, as well. it's absolutely brutal but for everyone else the five minutes is going to go by super quick so i want to see them sweat a oh, little bit oh they'll sweat inside of five minutes for sure well i think we wanted to settle on like 15 no 15 is that's what it ca- that's what you have to have to be an opener at the club so did you like bomb your first time yeah of course everybody okay. does and then how do you go back then um, I, I think I enjoy difficult things. Um, and Peggy. Uh, well, also, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, but the first time you, uh, what? I'm sorry for him. Okay. You said pegging, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You think that's, that's why difficult? he said, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, there's, it requires one or two things. But, like, I, um, <laughs> it doesn't take a lot, you know, a little bravery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe a openness. Uh, yeah. Some childhood trauma, you know. A but, drink. Yeah, yeah, a drink or two. Um, what were you saying? I don't know. Who, who How do you fail? Off with pegging? Oh, oh, so you just, yeah, you bomb and you realize, but here's what happens is you bomb and you realize, oh, that didn't hurt. I'm okay. And then uh, you start doing it every night of the week until slowly, uh, you know, you're divorced and your whole life falling apart, but you're getting better. Okay. You know? Did that contribute so, to the divorce? Oh, well, I mean, that my drug use. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. you know, but let's blame the comedy. Group. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but it's like, you know, as you mature as a comedian, you realize you didn't need to be at every single bar open mic um, every single night. Um, but, you know, it made you who you are. And it but got you need you reps. Yeah, you have to get reps. You have to. Yeah. Um, so, it, and, and Dallas is a great place to do it. We have nine clubs. So, Hyenas was the first place to, like, pay me to, uh, if you're familiar with um, uh, Kill Tony. Yeah. Of course. So, so Kill Tony is where they the basically, podcast. yeah, it's a huge podcast, and they they pull your name out of a hat, and you go up and you do a minute, and then famous people make fun of you. Okay, um, Shane included. Yeah, it's a very for dance for whatever. It's a very popular. I didn't know what it was, and I went to one when I was like six months in, and I got the best minute. And after that, the club. Oh, you get awarded at the end. Okay. Yeah, if you got back then, they did it, and if you had the best minute, you got to open up for them. So they asked me, they go, how much time do you have? And I knew you had to have 15 to open. So I said 15, <laughs> didn't have 15, but it went good. It went good enough that the club uh, started putting me in rotation to like be one of the working comics. Nice. So yeah, after you get passed, then you get into a rotation. And what does that mean? What do you get paid? To oh, the lowest level you get into high uh, Oh, nothing? Well, as an MC, you're making, I think, 50 bucks a show. And that's all night? Uh, yes. Like you're, you're there you're, seven to you're midnight gonna, or whatever? You're going to do typically uh, Thursday one, Friday two, Saturday two. Okay. So you're making what, 200, 250 okay. for the weekend? Um, no, I'm sorry. You're making like 150 for the weekend. And then if you're a feature, you're making like 250. 
Now, the nicer places like Addison Improv, you know, you're getting like 500 okay. for the weekend. And then the head- headliners are making anywhere from three to 10000 for okay. the weekend. And uh, uh, easier to do on meth? Uh, well, it, it, you know, it, it, <laughs> my buddy has a joke where he says, if you ever wanted to feel like God for a spell, um, you know, it's weird. I used to have a rule about like whenever my drug use was bad, I was like, but I'm not going to do it before I do comedy. And then slowly that goes away because comedy is such a, uh, you know, cadence and rhythm yeah. is an important thing. And if, you know, if you've been smoking a lot of crack, it really messes up uh, your delivery system. You yeah. Know, it messes up the sales pitch quite a bit. Um, but Can you I, not do meth recreationally? No, no. It doesn't exist? Like no one out there does it? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, okay. I kept my, I was very secretive about my drug use until it was something that everybody could not notice. You know, when you wake up in a parking lot and you're like, I live here, um, <laughs> you know, it's, um, and, uh, and, you know, like Hunter and my oldest friends, they found out that, uh, you know, I was like two time finalist, funniest comic in Texas, everything's going great. And then I just got hooked on this drug and I was, I was spent five years kind of just being on the road every weekend. You know, driving to, um, you know, Oklahoma and Wichita and Little Rock, and New Mexico, Arizona. Methy places. Yeah, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I was at that place in my career where you you mostly traveled to perform in places people would not choose to live. Yeah. You know, you just kind sure. of were born there. You got stuck there. You never got out. Sure. Um, but I love a lot of those small towns and, you know, but uh, yeah, it's a weird lifestyle. Being a two-time finalist also, I thought that's... That's great because now the bar's not too high. Yeah, like no yeah. one's saying, "Hey, this was this guy was voted funniest in Texas." You better be damn funny right away. Now you're just a finalist, so now you can, when you exceed someone's expectations, then you're like, "Oh, this guy's great." But if I thought this is the funniest guy I'm ever going to see, and then you're the exact same, yeah, you're like, oh, "I don't know, was that eh. the funniest?" Yeah, you know, I got a weird thing in my head because coming up in the scene for so long, I would see the improv used to do this competition every year, and it was from ev- all the comics in Texas. So you'd start out with like 200 people, and by the end, there's three of you. Oh wow! Um, so it was an honor to like get it. Yeah, but m- the other comics I knew that would win whenever we'd be doing a show. And somebody that hosts would be like, "Hey, what's your credit?" They they go, "Do not say I won funniest comic in Texas," because they didn't want to have that on them as they were walking on stage. Yeah, and I think I got in my head uh, coming up. I just got it in my head. I was like, "Man, if I ever get to the finals, like I'm gonna say it. Like I want the pressure." <laughs> yeah, you know, and it kind of gives you a little bit of you know uh, makes the audience at least pay attention, and that's that's you know what you're aiming for. Like Norm Macdonald lost Star Search. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, okay, this guy. And then, you know, obviously he's, I would guess the best one who's come out of that star, particular star search, mm-hmm. but I don't know. You would guess. Um, all right, so Lawrence is here. You're here for the entire program, we understand. Yes, sir. Which is, uh, we don't know how long that'll be. We're kind of new in this game as well. Are you new in the, like, oh, uh, I also know you have a podcast. Yeah, oddball. well, I just learned about that this morning, so I didn't get a chance to uh, listen to any of it. But yeah, oddball history. Yeah. Um. So we just cover like it's, like who doesn't have a podcast? Am I right? Right. Right. Yeah. It's very uh done. Pro- uh, great promotional tool. Yeah, yeah, but, but it helps with the clips. Like that's yeah. a, that's like I'm sure, sure you guys live with this too. It's like yeah. having to post clips on social media all the time, and you can only write and record so much stand up. 
So having the podcast is like something that kind of keeps the feed moving. Sure. All right, you got one of those? Video Man has one of your clips he wants to play. Uh. Smoke crack, which was a problem, uh, right? Because when you smoke crack, you run around a lot. You get real paranoid. So my mom and I, we lived in a trailer, which was fucked up because there's not a lot of room for running around. And she was really trapped, you know? It's like, and one morning, my mom, you know, she's high on crack. She's running back and forth. Yeah, like she's got her cowboy boots on. You know how moms are. And she's running back and forth through the trailer. And my mom, she stepped on, I'm like trying to watch some Hanna-Barbera. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get my cartoons on, you know, like my mom's high on crack. She steps on my foot and I'll never forget. I got, I, I got upset. I was like eight or nine. I, I'll never forget. I looked at my mother right in the face. And I go, Trina, would you stop? Would you please just fucking stop? <laughs> and I'll never forget my mother high on crack cocaine slapped me in the face and goes, hey, we don't cuss in this house. <laughs> Thank you guys for laughing at that. Sorry. Is it weird when, to have when to? When I was a kid, uh, is it weird to have to constantly promote yourself? Oh, it's it's very strange. And the guy that produced the special for me, like, hey, look, I'm good. Yeah, but but at some point, the guy that produced it, Travis, he's he's been uh, so good for. It's like it's not like a manager or something, but since he produced the special, like he's pushing me all the time. Like, hey, you got to do this, you got to do that. Here's a clip. I cut it up for you. But I, I'm not a very like I love doing stand up. Um, a lot, but I, 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 the self-aggrandizing thing that comes along with you having to promote yourself, yeah, is like can be very uh, tiresome. Yeah, um, but I'm glad it exists. I waited a long time to do it because I wanted it to be good. Um, and I'm proud of. It, it's weird with comedy because you're doing these bits all the time, and it's hard. Like they they ebb and they flow and they change and they get better. Like you're tightening it up, tightening it up, and it's just a, it's a very difficult thing to go like okay. Like, just kind of kiss it on the cheek and go, you live now. You know, you're gone now. Yeah. Um, it's done. Yeah. So, uh, recently in learning about, you know, we talked to comedians and uh, just learning about their craft. Like, it's something that you legitimately work on all the time. And uh, I was just curious. Thank like, you, Blake. I, I'm picking up. Yeah, you got it. Um, We're, we had you on because Blake won't label us as a comedy podcast on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. okay. He's like, all oh, right. no, they're just a sports and recreation. They're not, they're not ready yet. Like, they're not ready yet? <laughs> um, okay. All we're right. Trying, all right. So we're like, we're going to book Lawrence, and yeah. hopefully <laughs> hopefully Blake will think this is funny now and uh, get on those. Tag ranks. it differently. They're, yeah. they're working on it. Um, but anyway, so like you have to work on your craft. So how do you – are you watching other comedians? Are you trying to pick up their, their delivery and their – I don't know. Just how, how do you work on it? Um, I mean – Blake, that was a good question. Yeah, that was a great question, Blake. I just because I sense like in your delivery, I sense a lot of sh Dave Chappelle for some reason. Okay, um, um, and I'm curious, do you look up to him, or are there other comedians that you try to emulate? Yeah, I mean Dave Chappelle. I mean, is obviously one of the greats. I was very influenced. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him when I was younger uh, by Christopher Titus. You guys of ever course. heard of Christopher Titus? Of course. He has that album Norman Rockwell is bleeding, and you can see it in what I do here on that clip. He and kind of went went away. Oh, oh, Christopher Titus? Yeah. Yeah, and he started using, like, he quit using a microphone and started doing the earpiece thing. Well, he hosts the basketball podcast, right? Oh, really? A guy named Tate? No, that's, that's not Mark, Titus and Tate. Mark Titus. It's a different thing, yeah. Oh. From Ohio I'm sorry. State. Oh, you're good. It's a horrible joke. I think as comics, whenever you're trying to figure it out, you're trying to find people or see people that are doing stuff that's similar to what you would want to be doing. And then, but I still do it. I realized, you know, it's such a, I was on the road with John Marcos Racy recently. And 
it, he does this thing whenever he's performing where like if he's killing really hard he'll put his foot up on like the amplifier and kind of lean in and we're doing you know so many shows together that one night i caught myself i'm like doing the bits and everything's really hitting and i caught myself putting my foot up there and i was like oh i gotta put the foot down but you're it's there's these little weird things that people don't notice about when you lean in like if you don't lean into the joke like if you kind of say it with your back against the wall like you don't know if it's funny it'll completely destroy what you're trying to do You've got to sell everything. Yeah. Like whenever I was doing that story about my mother, I, Stavos was actually the guy that got me to do that bit for the first time. Because really? it's a very scary thing to do to an audience. You know, you're having a lot of fun, and then all of a sudden you're in this dark story. Yeah. And uh, you know, whenever I end it, it can end with a huge laugh, or it can end with them going like, "Oh, yeah, that's so sad." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Groaning is like the last thing you want to hear from an audience when Groaning. they say, like, "You're holding the mic. They paid to be there. Now they feel bad for you." Like it's a very, it's a really weird uh, thing. So I found this though too with the social media and the saturation of everything and all that. Because um, I've thought of something. And then I'll I'll think, oh, this is funny. I'm going to say it on the show. And then I'll see it on social media. And it's like, oh, damn. That person had the same exact thought I did when this news story broke. Now do you do that? Um, or you're because I've seen it somewhere else, I know it's I could be accused of stealing it, but I did actually think of this. Right. Oh, for sure. And that happens in comedy. And I think the longer you do comedy, the more you get away from it because you start being a little bit more um, thinking in just your voice. But what you're talking about is you're talking about topical. So if you're doing topical, you're going to step on each other's toes. I mean, whenever COVID ended and we were all allowed outside again, just having to sit at an open mic and just listen to two hours of COVID bids everybody's stepping all over each other. Yeah. So that's why I do a lot of the personal stories and talk about my life specifically because if I'm talking about... Yeah, I don't have a meth bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if I'm talking about myself, then nobody's really going to step on that. Yeah. But you'll have headliners on the road tell you like, hey, don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Don't do this. That's mine? Do what? Like they say like, that's mine? Yeah, they'll say like, hey, don't talk about this topic or don't talk about this topic or don't cuss because Hmm. like I've had comics be like, hey, you have to be clean to open. And Hmm. I'm like, okay. And then I'm clean. And then they go up there and they just go crazy. (laughs) And it's because they want to own that. Right. They're going to shock. Yeah. They're going to shock you. Yeah. So you, how do you feel about doing clean? Um, it doesn't bother me. I, 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 I got a reputation whenever I was, and that's, what's weird whenever, you know, after my addiction came out and everything, I kind of hated it. The other comics would go like, hey, you're so much more honest on stage now. And I'd go, no, I was married and happy and had a real job. Like that was oh. like, <laughs> I was just, I'm not like, I was being honest before just my life fell apart. Um, so, yeah. I, I, you say you used to uh, be in a band mm-hmm. um, and you play music and stuff. Do you, you ever use that in your act? Because I know some people will say that's a hack. Yeah, I think it's hacky too. I, I I've known comics where they get thirty minutes and they think if I learn how to play guitar, that'll cover the other fifteen. Yeah. So it's just kind of a way to drag yourself there. But I like keeping them. Uh, I like keeping them separate. Like, like I, I just never was. Do you guys like? I've I've never been a funny song guy. Like Weird Al was okay, but people like <clears throat> to me a funny song's funny like one time. It's weird that people sit around to me listening to like Weird Al. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, like Adam Sandler pulls it off pretty well. But outside of that, like, who? Oh, Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. 
but to me, uh, he's so talented. Somewhat. That's like his bit, yeah. Yeah. If that's your whole thing. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Um, the but COVID special. That's yeah. all. That's really all I know of Bo Burnham, really. Um, he did one before that. Okay. Before the COVID special, but it is heavily like music, music, uh, musically infused. You know. So if I'm going to ask, how did you first, you know, step onto a stage to uh, be a comedian? How did you first ever try meth? Um, you know, it's one of those things. Like I've always, been, I am a drug addict. I'll always be a drug addict. Um, I, at the time, I was, I, I with cocaine, I would kind of drift in and out of cocaine. You know, you kind of have a weekend that gets away from you. Sure. You know, then you're back to work on Monday. You know, you don't see it again for a few months. Also, just financially, it's tough to. Tough to really just be on cocaine all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I didn't have be on cocaine all the time money. And then one night I was doing a show and I'd had some drinks and I went to a cocaine dealer's house that I knew. And if anybody here's experience with being drunk and going somewhere to buy cocaine, um, it's not a thing where you show up and they're like, hey, we're out. And you go, cool, I'll head out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a very specific oh my errand God. to There's run. more. So you needed something, in your head at least. I've Yeah, yeah. Like, I've primed to go here, yes. Like, yeah. there's nothing like, as, as a drug addict, the, I don't know how to describe, like, the feeling of driving, like, pulling up to a drug dealer's house knowing you're going to score. You know, it's like you're, you're very excited. Yeah. You know, it's like opening up a Christmas gift and there's just fucking nothing in there. So I walk in, and I didn't really know these guys this well. I just bought Coke there. It's drug blue balls. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a room that, you know, not that dissimilar from this one. You know, kind of this vibe. Thank you. Yeah. And um, (laughs) Coke den. Yeah. A little bit of a dragon's den, if you will. (laughs) And um, I walked in, and they were doing meth. And, you know, you see someone else doing meth, and it's instantly kind of normalized. Because you're like, well, I I know these guys, and they're doing it. Because I would never have done meth. And then... I um, they're like, yeah, no, we're out of coke, but uh, we got this, and it looks so similar. It looks very similar. Oh, really? Is meth <clears throat> like uh, is that Breaking Bad? What were they break- cooking in Breaking Bad? Yes, Dan. Okay. Yeah, it's Breaking Bad. The blue, the blue, but it's not blue. I mean, it just it looks like. <laughs> well, they looks- Walter White had a way to purify it. Yeah, he had the recipe. <laughs> Have you? Okay, like you watched Breaking Bad, of course. <laughs> yeah, and I remember whenever I was I when I woke up in Seattle at Hunter's place, uh, him and Elise were watching Breaking Bad, and I remember at the time thinking like, this is probably not the show I should be watching. This is waking <laughs> up right out now. of a stupor. Or? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I that's me coming out of a parking lot. Then I went to have one last night at a drug dealer's house, um, because I knew I was flying out the next day, and I, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I got, I got. I remember a drug dealer gave me something, and then he started crying. Oh, oh my gosh! Which not is like good. never a good sign. Yeah, you want to be crying. Yeah, it's not him. But, but I was at like such a low in my life at the time. Uh, you know, I was ready to like. If this is it, this is it. I didn't really care. Uh huh. You know, but I remember he gave me this this pill, and I, it might have been some G. I don't know what it was, but it was like a very training day, like you know, in training day, whenever they're driving, and he realizes he smoked the wet. I didn't know you like to get wet, Jake. Yeah, it was very much like that. And uh, next thing I know, was somehow I got to the airport. How that happened, I, I'm pretty confused about. And then I remember I got on a plane. Our friend uh, who worked for the airline at the time uh, got me on this plane. She was very mad at me. And I remember I just passed out on a plane. I woke up, and some stewardess was like, do you want a cookie? And I was in Seattle. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how the fuck that happened. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's a it's pretty- like time it's, travel. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
And is that when you went like uh, this is now I'm this is bottom or like how do you ever go to rehab and stuff? Um, Did you get an intervention? Did I mean, Hunter come uh, invite you over and you thought it was going to be a big party? And that's all these people and you're pissed. Yeah, no, I think Hunter was more mad than anybody. I, uh, I, you know, it's weird whenever you're coming out of a meth addiction because everybody's like, hey, you shouldn't be making any decisions because you're not healthy and you're not okay. And then they'll turn around and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? I'm like, I'm, I thought you just said I can't decide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not healthy. I'm not okay. Um, but they saved my life. They really saved my life. Like, I, I'll get messed up if I talk about it too much. Uh, they saved my life twice. Um, you know, and then he sends you emails like that. You know, we're having a talk in the car ride home. Um, but <laughs> were, you, uh, just were you like worried that you wouldn't be funny afterward? No, I definitely was. Like, th- here's a weird thing about uh, being on drugs and being a creative. Uh, what the the worst part about meth? What really messes you up on meth is the not sleeping. I mean, you can be on not drugs, and if you don't sleep for two days in a row, three days in a row, you are seeing things out of the spiked. corner of your eyes. Yeah. You are not operating, um, you know, it, it's, it's, you wouldn't be allowed to legally drive if you haven't slept for two days. It's worse right. than having a blood alcohol level. Um, so the creativity, though, is like, it, it, and I still feel it sometimes. Like, I honestly, like, sometimes if something, life's going on and I don't sleep for a really long period of time, it's like, as a creative, the, the voice in your head that will, if you have, like, a, what you think is a funny idea, uh, oftentimes, you know, the critic in us will go, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. But if you haven't slept for two days, boy, everything's a great idea. So are you just taking notes? Yeah, I'm just taking notes. Yeah. Like, Dan, I'm just writing stuff yeah. down. And then you'd kind of come out of a, a, a coma of, uh, you know, sleeping for like 17 hours and wake up and look at those notes and be like, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Did I, you ever, uh, like, record yourself, audio? Yeah, yeah, I would do all the things, you know. I think it's a I comic. Think in college, I might, I might have recorded myself on acid once. Oh, oh, yeah. Can I we, would uh, do it. Can we hear that? I would all love to time. find it. Yeah. Oh, and God. then I would never let you hear it. Did oh, you do? On. Did you do acid at a young age? Uh, well, right now I would say it's young. <laughs> but yeah. It was. It was after I was like twenty or something. Is that young? Um, I think so. Yeah, I didn't really do anything in high school. See, I never did acid, but I I would uh, but eat. But then friends in college, yeah. Did you eat mushrooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and acid was just mushrooms times two. I thought. Yeah. It was just in a higher level of mushrooms. Same yeah. kind of thing. It just it would stick Same with here. you for twelve hours, and I would just drink as much as I could because oh cool I can now I would the smoke, drinking uh, won't affect uh, smoke me. Smoke cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms and cigarettes were always my bit. Yeah. Yeah, mushrooms. See I, you, I, Kelly. See you, man. Try not to let the dog out. Later, dude. No, or in or whatever. This Um, dude looks like Brian Posehn, right? He kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Is that uh, offensive to him or or no? I'm I'm a big fan of it. It's not the first time he's heard that. Mr. Show's Brian Posehn. What's the – okay, so I want to know, like, Breaking Bad, is that realistic? Uh, Is there a drug movie you could say, yeah, that's realistic or that's ridiculous? He wants to try meth. Yeah, um, you know, so we're going to get you some meth. No, we're going to get gonna you at an open mic. <laughs> I've always been, you know. You know I'm going to hug Jake again. I have been <laughs> yeah. afraid of, you know, they, they did, they tried to tell us in school, you know, that pot was, you know, as bad as everything else. And that's, I don't know how that is. You know, uh, like, how would you deal with your kid? That's something I had to deal with raising my kids because I was always pretty pro pot. And uh, once I 
you know, got old enough to try all these things, I was like, okay, uh, I would never really put a needle in my arm. I would, uh, Coke seems pretty bad. Like, I could get you out. But, you know, pot. But seems, also awesome. Seems better yeah. than alcohol for you overall. But it's like, now I have kids. Do you teach them that, yeah, hey, pot, not that bad. And I've always tried to kind of exude that while not encouraging them to do it because sure. I'd love them not to have to do it. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I wonder how's your... I asked you about 50 questions in there. Yeah. Well, so I, I, them I, think, all I think for me, having a kid now. too, thinking about the pot and everything, it's like I get nervous because I know I come from a family of drug addicts. Um, and I, I, that sounds a, a terrible way to describe my That's family. part of your bit. But, no, yeah, but yeah. My, my mother, who's doing great now, my mother's doing phenomenal. She's pretty upset about the special, but she's doing <laughs> real upset about the special. I forgot, yeah. to, I forgot to tell her. <laughs> Um, so you're hoping this really uh, minor, works out monetarily. Minor, minor in the detail. Yeah, we had a real bad conversation at a Red Lobster recently. Um, <laughs> real bad conversation. In but, the shrimp. Uh, yeah, I was like, it's my birthday, and she's like, Are you fucking saying all these things. Um, but uh, you know, she didn't say anything was a lie, and that's good. Um, <laughs> she's like, I, honestly, I did, I did slap you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's doing great now. My mother is doing amazing now, and uh, you know, she she went through some hard times, and you know, I'm much the same. Um, but I get nervous with my kids. Like I, I'm not. I don't, I don't. I think pot's great for people. I think it's way better than alcohol. But like with my son, it's like I would be scared to ever let him get. I'm just. I know I'm an addict, so I'm worried that that's in him. So Dan, I don't know. You seem like a pick it up, put it down kind of guy. Uh yeah. Uh, well yeah, I, I could stop anyone whenever I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that easy. But I've always. I mean, we've talked about this for years since my kids were little. Like the. Uh, the old thing is uh, share a beer with your son or share a beer, you know. Yeah. But now I'm kind of of a mindset. I'm not sure if if everything was blank in society and we introduced alcohol and marijuana, what would, you know, rise out of it? Th- I feel like marijuana, you'd say it's safer, it's blah, 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 blah. But I can't ever see myself sharing a joint with my son, or, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's super weird. Like, even though I think it's safer. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess as a uh, drug addict, you won't be sharing either of those. So yeah. You, you don't yeah. have this problem to worry yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to kind of do a scared straight program with him, you know. Well, and you don't want to lie. Yeah. You don't want to say this will lead you down, you know, because we were told pot's going to lead you to this, going to lead you to that, and then you're going to be uh, with Lawrence on a, on a plane to Seattle. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you uh, ever have to go to jail? Uh, no, there was no jail. There was no rehab. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I just n- assumed you went to rehab. No, I just, um, you know, I came home and then I had, a, I, 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 I got, had a son and, um, that kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just over three years clean and he turns three next month. So I kind of slid under the garage door right. of, uh, you know, of getting, getting things right. Um, but just, you know, I, I, I hit rock bottom so hard that when I came home, there was just no, for me, there was no, um, when you're addicted to something like meth and you get clean, it's so hard because you realize that everything, it takes up so much space, like your head's like a computer. So every day it's like I was eating breakfast and also not doing cocaine. I'm watching TV and also not doing cocaine. Yeah. You know, I'm driving Consuming. to the store and not doing cocaine. And then eventually your brain lets that go. Yeah. And now you're just watching TV, uh-huh. and you're just eating a meal. You're not fighting, 
yourself and your urges. So, like, I think once I realized that, like, I just didn't ever want to go back to having to fight through all that. Do again. you feel like uh, the comedy, like, how did it change? Oh yeah, we're talking about that. It, it took me, it took me a little bit of time to. I mean, if we're just being honest, I'll tell the story. I mean, I, I, I was still not doing well when I came home, like mentally. I, I, I wasn't feeling very healthy, and I felt like at the time, and I love the Dallas comedy scene, but at the time, I felt like. Um, it's weird if you're one of the comics that gets a lot of work and you're really good at what you do, you kind of are you can fall victim to the people that want your work a little mm -hmm. bit or or maybe um people that are okay with just treating you poorly. And you know, the place where we filmed the special, uh that's my home club where I started, I uh yeah, I punched somebody in the face. Oh. Oh, hey, Hunter. Yeah, I, I punched somebody in the face, and I got thrown out the front door with them yelling he's not okay, and I wasn't. Um, I think everybody thought I was using it at the time. I wasn't. Um, oh, wow. That's even that's worse. Yeah. like me dropping my phone. <laughs> yeah. So I went through like a – I think I was banned for like a six- or seven-month exile, uh -huh. and I was just working at Flips, just selling silly cheeseburgers, like the Border Burger, which is obviously has jalapenos on it. feels racist. <laughs> um, like you know, like you know, the border burger is gonna be uh, the Mexican burger, and um, like just yeah. name it something else, you know. No, I, um, I think it's actually like you can only get it around the time of elections. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they the caravan burger. The caravan, the caravan burger. burger. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, it comes with an anchor child. It's a side of fries. Uh, that's right. That's right. So I was working there for a while, and then finally, you know, I have a very good relationship with the owner of Hyenas, and after like seven months, he said like, hey, you ready to come back, get back to work? Okay. And Because uh, I think everybody at that time knew that I was- Do you have you to know. sign a, I will not punch anyone in the- No, no, okay. I didn't have to sign anything, but it was like a weird thing to walk back into, you know, like you got a lot of shame on you. Is the guy still there? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. But we- I did see on his eye. I did see him again, and you know, went and shook hands, and- apologize because i was wrong like i was in the wrong like and i was very aware of that like I, I didn't do anything um good you know i made a bad decision and then i had to live with it yeah pretty much everybody who throws a punch you're in the wrong yeah exactly especially yeah. As, a, as an adult man like there's no reason to be going around hitting people yeah um but then i mean that was a big part of me wanting to you know the comeback as it's been um getting back on the road i started working out every day I started getting healthy. You know, I got this kid, and I had to start writing. I had to start writing really hard um, to try to make, you know, make up for the fact that I couldn't just, you know, not sleep for three days and come up with these fun ideas and then nice. sleep and then clean them up. I had to find a different way to You felt fun. good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it – do you feel vulnerable? Because, you know, a lot of your comedy is, like, kind of dark times in your life. Yeah, it's really weird. It's just like this situation now. I, I walked in here and, you know, I was very happy to promote the special that, it, you know, because of what I talk about on it, you know, as soon as it starts, everybody's like, so meth. And I'm like, ah, you know, it's been three years, you yeah. know, pretty far away from We didn't really that. do that. Huh? Mm. We didn't really do that. Well, there was a cat first. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the cat? Yeah, I guess as time goes, I'm, I'm sure you don't want to, like, be the meth guy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I worry about with my kid, like so many of those bits, like the one I closed the special on, I'm so happy to like, to be done with it. Like I've done so many shows since the specials come out 
Um, and every once in a while, you know, if it's like the late show Saturday, I'm having fun. Yeah, I'll tell one of those stories just okay. because it's a good time. But basically, whole new set. Yeah, trying to, trying to real hard. Um, you know, and it's not. I'm not trying to shift away from anything. Um, but I'm more trying to talk about where I'm at in my life now. Yeah. You know, or talk about those times, but from a different perspective, from somebody that's healthy, you know, yeah. from somebody who's living and having success and not someone who's just surviving their own mistakes. Do you do a, uh, like spark recovery? What is it? I mean, do you do meetings at all? Uh, no. Okay. No, I kind of went through this weird, no rehab, no meetings. I, I, I started, um, what helped me a lot is I started working out. Yeah. Um, I was about, when I got clean, I, I was probably 50 pounds heavier and I hate working out. Um, but I do it every day. It's just part of my, helps me. I feel like if you do Release. something, yeah, if you do something very difficult in the morning, the rest yeah. of the day kind of feels easier. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. So that was something that was, that was, you know, it started with long walks and now, you know, I'm at planet fitness all the time, just a real sad place. That's a judgment free zone. It is. A it it, it zone. is. That's <laughs> that's exactly right, Blake. They got Tootsie Rolls on the way out. Also, where's <laughs> yeah. the cat? Where's the cat? It's in the room somewhere. So you just be at ease. Okay. The dogs are not here. <laughs> all right. And uh, as you said, that cat'll hide. Um. All right. We have to do some uh, viewer mail because I do have. Bum, 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 hey everybody! Bum, 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 it's time bum, to bum, answer some of today's viewer mail. I have a Thank birthday. Thank you for hanging out. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. Don't hug him again. Yeah, no, I'm it open to a hug. Five. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. You'll definitely get a goodbye hug. Oh, I can't wait. Oh no, that's. <laughs> See, I like to uh, meet you first and decide whether or not a hug is we should ever hug. Yeah. And uh, right now, I'm still on the fence. Okay. We're working on getting okay. to that point. Okay. Um. Good afternoon, Uncle Hottie. My friend Brian Greaves is celebrating his 39th birthday today. He's the president of the OC Taylor Dads Club that Jake is so eager to join. Do you remember this? Uh, Wired Will. Yes, his leaders are Donovan McNabb, Jeffrey Lurie, and Jeff Garcia. He was not woken up in that special way because he's married, thanks, from Wire Will. This is Will who yeah, Jeff Garcia. wired up our scene here. What do you, uh, what do you uh, remember about that? Jeff Garcia? Yeah. I mean, he was a Browns quarterback. No. If he walks like a duck and talks like a duck, then he's gay. Who said that? T.O. T.O. says Jeff Garcia's gay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Huh. I just thought T.O. could be gay. He feels gay to me a little bit. Okay, Still pretty ripped. Well, yeah, yeah, no. You can, yeah. Why would that of, be? A lot of gay people are. Dude, yeah. actually, that's a, that's a funny thing about Is that a stereotype? In, in Puerto Vallarta. This last weekend is like we were walking along the streets and Kristen was like, we're in the right spot. What does that mean? It means there was a lot of gay guys. Why was oh. that the right spot? It just means this is this is a pretty... Arts, artsy district? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think that is a nice default for a straight guy, though. It's like if, uh, if like a bunch of guys are ripped, it's like... <laughs> These guys are gay. Yeah, they must be gay. <laughs> they must be gay. <laughs> I think it's been all this time. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. just that they're like... That is a nice... I'm going to start doing that. It's know? not like, just that they're like immediately more impressive than me. They're just you, gay. You really don't speak Spanish? No. No, I do not. 
What a what a uh, so um, poquito yeah yeah, yeah. So poquito yeah yeah okay I mean I get the little ones you know I've worked in enough kitchens okay so parents didn't speak Spanish no 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 okay and does that are you ostracized in a, in a certain way no I mean that's what I talk about in the special uh, or I I I, don't, I didn't put that bit in the special it's like uh, the idea of not having a team you know <laughs> you're not uh, you know yeah you know I know how I look I look like somebody who could walk into any kitchen in the city. And just go straight on in there. And just I'm not like that far there. off. Yeah. We yeah. have a kind of similar complexion, yeah. a little bit. Jake said he was... Yeah, people were walking up to him in Puerto Vallarta, just Speaking yapping away. Spanish, and I'm like, oh, woo, woo. Mas despacio. <laughs> yeah, I get embarrassed when Slow I'm out. down. I'm out in public, and like a, a Spanish grandmother will come over and try to like ask me for help, and I have to be like, yeah, I got nothing for you. <laughs> well, the good thing is, is they're typically nice to you after that. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they don't look yeah. down at you at all. <laughs> no, well, they typically they look a little up. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Fair I point. think when Hunter first Words. emailed me, he said, uh, check out my friend Lawrence Rosales Trena. And I lived in Mexico during college with a uh, exchange, you know, family. And their name was uh, Cabrera Aramas. And I learned, oh, okay, they follow the, the mother's heritage and the father's in their last name. And I thought that's was your last name was Rosales Trena. But it's not. Mm-mm. Apparently, no, no, yeah, we missed on that. No, Trina is my mom's name. That's her first name. Uh huh. Okay. Great info, Dan. Yeah. Hey, I'd like you to bring anything to the table. <laughs> Let's not fight in front of our friend. Ah, uh, we're just fun- having fun. Uh, Super Bowl. Hey, leaders. Day two, DF number seven o two. I work for a company that handles. The team, friends, and family operations at the Super Bowl, were you aware that both teams, even the loser, go forward with their post-game parties? They have to put these massive deposits down well ahead of time, so they go no matter what. Just thought that was an interesting note from Eric. Have you heard of that? No, I've not. But it does make sense. But we've never had a report from... Loser? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to see a... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was at that party. Yeah. They never post pictures. No. But you did get to the Super Bowl. You should probably do some drinking or but marshmallows marshmallows standing there, he's like, I'm gonna go either over here. Yeah. Or I'm gonna go to this L or R. Yeah. And he ended up going to Yeah. Does like Chris Daughtry play the other one or something? <laughs> Chris Daughtry. Uh, let's see. You guys are effing killing me when you talk about stuff you know nothing about. I work oh, from home no, and I watch Pat McAfee every day. It's most of our content. Okay. Um, ESPN shows eleven to one. It's on YouTube eleven to when it's over. Whenever it's over. Okay, that's interesting. Because mm. I think that's kind of our future, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe. he he says eleven to two ish. Okay, because I don't want to have a hard out. It's kind of cool to just be able to go. Uh, anyway, Patrick Mahomes is on there. I don't keep. I don't care what you think of him. Just get your effing facts straight, my friend. Love you, Uncle Dan. What did, what did we get wrong? Uh, I don't know if it was the time slot or were you out of town when we were talking McAfee? Probably, yeah. McAfee yeah, versus we, Simmons. We played the Simmons yeah. audio. Are you aware of Pat McAfee? Do you yeah, care? I, I are you a sports guy? A little bit, a little. I used to be more. Um, it, do you guys feel about him the way I feel about like much more famous comedians? A little overexposed. Is, 
yeah like i don't know do you get critical you get critical you're like this guy's uh, don't even have a t-shirt on he's making think, all this fucking money i think uh and maybe this is what you mean i think the main thing is like i'm not mad at him for making what he makes mm-hmm. like i don't think he's that talented but i think it's dope that he makes what he makes and pays his people what he pays him yeah yeah I'm that way with the comics that I know that I've come up with that are like way yeah. bigger now. It's like I, I feel very remiss. Like I don't really criticize what they do. Yeah. Because I just feel like we're in the same field and I feel like uh, they're, if they're like that big, it's like you can't even really touch it. Yeah. So when we left the, the ticket, uh, we paid Blake like way more. Would you say way, Blake, or just more? I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how this relates to <laughs> what came up. <laughs> Um, I'm just saying, like, now we, we pay him, like, a lot more. Well, this man saved your life. Yeah, he did. However, <laughs> one of us vacations in Puerto Vallarta and has a four-figure cat. Wow. One okay. of us has wow. to hurry what up and get a... to now another job Now, let's not fight in this. front of the guests. I think that's what you somebody wow. told me a minute ago. Jake is over here saying, don't throw punches. and He's just throwing <laughs> haymakers at me for no reason. We just we just wanted him to do well, you know? Yeah. That they was, they that take care of me. Yeah. yeah. What well, and also, is... why else would he leave? Yeah, to come to us, yeah. not for us. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. for money. Clearly, yeah. yeah, yeah. What does Blake do? It's <laughs> it's a great question. It's a Mark really that. good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we'll put this out as a short. <laughs> well, we're we're ready. To nobody hear you. ever answered me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's not, yeah, an, there's not <laughs> an answer, really. Yeah. Um, I can't. I'm trying to find this old thing. So I want to, we'll bounce this off a uh, comedian friend. Okay. To see if uh, indeed he can answer this. So I can't find the list. Do you remember the list of COVID-19 related things? They were called different things. It was like the uh, the China flu, the Kung flu. Wuhan. Wasn't it like Wuhan flu? Uh we had that list a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Jameson, our good friend, emails. Yeah. If the COVID-19 pandem- pandemic was known as the Holocaust, which we said it was. I like that. Yeah, that is that's good really one. good. Does that make Dr. Fauci a cough Hitler? Okay. That's Golly. pretty good. Yeah. I like that. Okay. That's a pro? Your, your plus on that? Yeah. That's pretty good. Lawrence isn't saying anything. He doesn't. No, like it. I, I had a weird COVID experience because that's like COVID happened right whenever I was like, uh, you know, I right whenever the city was about to shut down, I was having a drug dealer give me a pill and then cry after I took it. So it was like COVID was like somehow like just one of the least of my concerns <laughs> at the time. Like I really, like I was like, everybody's like, the city's shutting down. I'm like, yeah, I I, I agree with you. You know, like. <laughs> I was so paranoid at the time. I remember I came home one night and like somebody had at my old apartment, they had the, the, the lawn maintenance people had made crop circles. And if you haven't slept for three days and you think people are out to get you, you're like, you oh know, my crop circles is a lot to handle. <laughs> um, and anybody, and then everybody's like, have you heard what Dr. Fauci's saying? And I'm like, you know, it just did not, it did not really, uh, uh yeah. <laughs> so you were I was still, like, did he say anything about meth? Did you still keep using drugs through COVID? Um, I mean, I really I would think it'd be hard to get them. 
No, I mean, if you're smoking meth, you're not too worried about, you know, COVID. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't even think I can get it. Oh, my gosh. I, I got to lock away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I can get COVID. Honestly. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. No, I, don't, I mean, I don't You know. haven't had it. Yeah, I haven't had it. I've survived this long. I feel like know? I've been getting it is for you. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. get it at the drop. I, and I, have you gotten vaccinated? Yeah. No, I went and got the shots. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, you uh, never got COVID. Damn. Or, I mean... And this guy's out. Oh, I'm standing Wait, in front of Wait, have you ever done a needle? P- no, no. Okay, I, I was going to say Terrifying. sharing needles. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, he, this guy's out. He's just in anybody's drug den. He's he's taking pills. He's making yeah. people cry. And he's perfectly healthy. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, I kind of agree. I don't think you can get it. I was traveling around the country. The other, like, to see the travel, like, right whenever COVID was over was wild times. Because, like, like other places, like, you think Texas was lax. Like, I remember being in Kansas, and I walked into a gas station wearing a mask. And everybody, like, walked away from me, like, as if that meant I had it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't think you guys understand how this works at all. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I was out doing shows, shaking hands with people after the show, you know. Yeah, methed out. No, this is this is during the clean times. Oh, okay. you know, but I'd survive that, and I'm like, I'm not worried about COVID. <laughs> I've been through much worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it love was it. it was like the worst. Oh man, I can't believe that. I gave it to him twice. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got compensated for it though, Blake. Well, me? Yeah, he didn't give it to me. No, he gave it to me. Oh. Did you ever get COVID, the old guy? Um, I think so. Okay. But you never got the positive. No. But it felt like I did a couple times. Okay. Uh, all right. I have a uh, business story that I thought I'd bounce off you guys. As we transition. Oh! You know, even before that... I want to ask you guys a couple things. Number one, do it. How were your phones this morning? Fucked up. Were you good? Yeah, I was fine. Are you aware that there's a thing? <laughs> yeah, I, I got to the office and everybody was like, "Hey, I don't understand people." They're like, "Oh, I, I, I was almost late. I didn't know how to get here." I'm like, "You've worked here a long time. How do you? <laughs> do you really need GPS to Fuck get to your office? Three turns? Yeah. Um. So no, and I, I mean, I've got, I've got T-Mobile. And nothing, nothing was weird. Yeah. I, my phone was down, and I was worried about you getting over here with no cell signal. So I tried to send him like turn by turn directions on how to get here, just in case. No, you really did. I saw that, and I was like, "This is this guy." Now I do know what you do, Blake. That's right. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. That was a that was a that was a very <laughs> professional, well done text. Thank you. I was like, my phone's working, but if it wasn't, this would be I know, very and I, helpful. And I felt I felt like uh, I don't know. Your phone could have been working, and maybe you're on Wi-Fi. That's how we were texting. But I was just I was worried about you. No. Oh well, thank you. Someone's got to be. Because didn't weren't you trying to call me? And yeah, yeah, my yeah. thing was bad. Um. Yeah, I had the little SOS. Yeah. What is that? Like, oh my gosh, that's. Who are they saying SOS to? What does that mean? I think you can only call 911. Oh, that would have worked? Video man says correct. Okay, I wonder if they could have... Um, Fixed your cell signal? No, yeah, done the merge thing. Hey, could you... What if we both <laughs> called 911? Would they hit merge and then we Bring could talk... Bring us in together? Yeah, yeah. hey, we we've been wanting to... We haven't been able to plan the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so my business uh, story for today... We'll call this Business Thursday. Kind of went... This kind of went viral, I think, last week. Okay. 
And it was an article by Charlotte Coles. The title of the article is, The Day I Put $50,000 in a Shoebox and handed, handed It to a Stranger. She Got Scammed. Okay. Old lady? Out of $50,000. She's not only not an old lady. Okay. I was going to say, Charlotte's an old name. It is. She also, writes for... It could be coming back. Potentially hot. <laughs> she writes for thecut.com. Oh. She is the Cut's financial advice columnist. Oh, no. <laughs> who wrote an article. You think you're bearing your soul and... and yeah. And uh, perhaps this is a good idea. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go ahead and be honest about all this <laughs> stuff. Like, if you're the financial advice columnist... For the cut? You're going to get a lot of clicks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to uh, pay attention to you. So, I just want to know if you guys find any red flags in here or, or if this could... She she wants she wrote this long article trying to say this could just happen to any... If it could happen to me... <laughs> It could happen to anybody. Sure. Shoebox. So around noon, my phone buzzed. The caller ID said it was Amazon. I answered. <laughs> right there, I am. This is where it First never red gets. Flag. It yeah. doesn't get to me because I do not generally answer. answer the phone. Yeah. Unless you're already in my phone. Sure. Same. I do the wild, the random numbers sometimes just to see. Yeah. Who's on the other end? Maybe it's some puss. What's the uh, well? Not because maybe it's some puss, oh. <laughs> but, but you never know. Yeah. But what, what if, if it was? was? Yeah, yeah. What if it was? What if you I have to have next steps ready? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the problem. I don't have step two. Oh, okay. Like All if right. it was yeah. the puss that wanted me, I would hang yeah. up and, and start crying. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, I answered. Uh, said Amazon. A polite woman with a vague accent told me she was calling from Amazon customer service to check unusual activity on my account. Uh, had I recently spent $8,000 on MacBooks? I had not. I checked my Amazon account. She explained they've been having a lot of problems with I identity theft. Uh, it became so pervasive that the company is now working with a liaison at the Federal Trade Commission and was referring defrauded customers to him. Can she connect me? And she said yes. Was that her video, man? Yes. What's okay. that? That there's Charlotte. Okay. Okay. Certainly not old. Yeah. And Jake might be right. I think Jake's right. Possibly a hot name. Also looks like someone who might get scammed for fifty thousand dollars. <sighs> Does it? I don't know. She looks, yeah. She I looks mean, like a stock photo at like a, 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 a Getty business images. meeting. Yeah. yeah. This is. I mean, keep going. Transfers to a guy, gives me his badge number, says, "Write down my direct phone line in case I need to contact him again." Okay. He read me the last four digits of my social security number, my home address, and my date of birth to confirm that they were correct. Uh, the fact that they have my social security number threw me. Uh, your personal information is linked to a case we've been working on for a while right now. It's quite serious. They had uh, multiple bank accounts, nine vehicles, and four properties were registered in my name. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of things, um, you know. We're like, hey, we've we've we found a uh, a photo of your ID. Uh, oh, excuse me, a photo of somebody else's ID. They found it. It was rented under her name. Authorities found drugs, cash, and bank into this uh, car that was rented under her name. Um, again, so all this stuff. He sent her all these photos, 
And then he told her, you must not tell anyone what's going on. Everyone is a suspect. (laughs) That's the biggest exit, you know? What are we talking about? So far. I mean, I had like six exits before that. (laughs) But, I mean, what, what what are we talking about? Uh, I mean, I guess if they, they know a lot of your information, you might think it's real. No fucking way. I'm try- I'm just trying to think. No way. This uh, woman? Calvin wanted to know how much money I currently had in my bank accounts. I told him I had two accounts with a combined balance of $80,000. Damn. Well, that would have been the immediate point where they would have hung up on me. I'm going to help you keep your money like safe. zero and zero. I'm going to transfer you now to the colleague at the CIA, my colleague at the CIA. Oh my God, <laughs> he's the lead okay. investigator on this case. All right, yeah, the CIA. This, this is getting out of hand. She writes, "If it was Charlotte. a scam, I couldn't see the angle." <laughs> what? <laughs> no one had asked me for money. They had only encouraged me not to share my banking uh, information. Okay. okay. All right, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Uh, she talked to the CIA guy. He gave me his badge <laughs> number. Uh, she says, "I need more than that." He says, go to the FTC homepage, look up the main phone number, hang up the phone, and I will call you from that number. Ugh. What okay. a dumb bitch. It's well done by them. She says, once she answered the phone, and it was that same number, how do I know you're not spoofing this? Mm-hmm. He said, "It cannot. Uh, I work for a government agency. You can't spoof those numbers. Yeah. Um, and then she just apparently believed that as well. Idiot. He then, of course, uh, reiterated, you can't let anyone know what's going on. She said, I, I said something to my husband, uh, but he said, um, the less he knows, you know, we, if, if you tell him too much, we'll have to investigate him as well. So, uh, you know, we want to keep him safe. I'm sorry. So this started with what? They said that she... Amazon. She had purchased... Amazon called and said, yes, there was fraudulent charges on her account. Okay, okay. And she's worried about, like... Now the CIA her, guy. Her, her husband being involved in this? Like, this feels like a a, a, a a major crime. The CIA guy says, if you talk to an attorney, I cannot help you anymore. Oh, my God. There's... there's yeah. Yeah. You will be considered non-cooperative. Your home will be raided. Your assets will be seized. <laughs> you may be arrested... <laughs> It's your choice. It's your choice. Rated. Yeah. You get to pick. Uh, You talk to your husband. Uh, Since they're going to have to freeze all assets in my name, he says, um, you're going to need to use cash for your day-to-day expenses. And uh, then he says, follow my directions very carefully. How much cash would you need to support yourself for a year? For a year? Because your assets can be frozen for up <laughs> for to two years. She said, I don't know, $50,000. Lawrence, enough? I mean, you know, if you're living the right kind of life. He said, go to the no bank, meth. get yeah, that no cash yeah. out now. No cats? And he says, you cannot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you get Dick 50 head. cats. <laughs> yeah. You cannot tell them what it's for. Uh, in one of my last cases, the identity thief was someone who worked at the bank. So yeah. you can't tell them what it's for. That's key. So she gets $50,000. She has an earpiece in the whole time because he says, I need to maintain contact with you. Wow. Um, as she does it, this, he's like, heat? 
you did a great job. Um, she she eventually questioned whether he was a CIA agent after getting the money out. Mm-hmm. He sent a photo of his badge. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, well that that does it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got, you if you a... have a photo of a badge, I'm like, all right, all right, you can have my money. Legit. I guess. Yeah. Then he says, I don't know what else to tell you. You can trust me. I'll help you out. Or you can hang up and put yourself and your family in danger. Yeah. Do you want to take that risk with a young child at home? So he knew she had a kid. Yeah. This wouldn't have worked on me, but I think this guy's doing a great job. Yeah. No, it's really good improv. Yeah. It's really good. It's a, he's really yes-anding here. Well, you got to think they have the yes plan. Yes-and. This is know, probably a, this works one out of a million times, but if it does work. Oh, Yeah. It's kind of like the spam emails, right? Yeah. You're like, who who answers these? Well, someone must. Yeah. But all of his coworkers are huddled around his desk, and he's just like in the in the zone. Yeah. Trying to get this girl. So he's going to send his colleague, an undercover CIA agent. That's why he doesn't have any. You know, he doesn't look like a uh, an officer or anything. We're going to. Uh, he'll secure the money for you. Yeah. Tonight. We'll close down your social security number. You lose access to your bank accounts tomorrow. Just go to the social security office. You'll get a new social security number. Uh, we will uh, secure the money for you in a government locker. Hand deliver a treasury check for the same amount. Then you can cash the check and use it for your expenses. Why can't I use this cash? She says. Because all of your assets under your current identity are part of the investigation. You are being charged with money laundering. <laughs> Despite. She says, okay, well, when your colleague gets here, I need to see his badge. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. not going to just give $50,000 to uh, someone I don't know. He said, undercover agents don't carry badges. Good okay. counterpoint. They're yeah. undercover. Remember, you're probably being watched. The criminals can't know that a CIA agent is there. Yeah, I uh, I, I did not see this on Twitter, but I, I think... You know, one of the worst things that they could run into is me, because I'm like, um, this just seems like an easy way for me to kill myself. I think for me, I would be, I wouldn't go all the way with it because it's just so much work. Right, yeah, right. You know, you're really asking me to complete a lot of steps. I gotta yeah, go to the tasks. bank. Yeah, Aww. yeah. Like I've got, I've got errands to run today. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had I lunch get yet. Milk. Yeah, and now we're we're now we're in a spy program, you know. Yeah, no, and like, and and again, for me, like, it feels like they're daring me to off myself, and I'd be like, okay, yeah. So is this like an easy out? Yeah. What Let's do you? Go. Why, why do you? Why do you think they're trying to make you kill yourself? Well, I mean, obviously, they want like your your post life. Oh, okay. Uh, savings and yeah, and if I could find a clean way to do that then yeah Michael texted me a photo of a treasury check made out to me for $50,000 he said a hard copy will be hand delivered in the morning I can't kill myself at soccer he was working on setting up an appointment with the social security office so she gives the money okay and thinks okay tomorrow I'll get the check yeah Um, and tomorrow I'll go to the social security office uh (laughs) So she says in the end, and obviously, okay. So obviously, then Scam. she keeps calling the Social Security office. Yeah, she calls Not, back that number. Can't get the guy. Right, and it slowly seeps into her, her, uh, her hot mind. That uh, you her absolutely hot Charlotte projected mind. that it was a hot. So she, 
met up with undercover CIA See, he agent. Didn't, he didn't. No, him, I saw the picture. Okay. Gave You're him, the one who said she was hot. Gave him the shoebox of money. Yeah, she gave him the shoebox okay. of money. He left. And, uh, yeah, she says, if I had to pinpoint a moment that made me think my scammers were legit, it was probably when they read my social security number. Uh, now I know that all kinds of personal information, your email address, kids' names and birthdays, even your pets' names are commonly sold on the dark web. Oh, the dark web. Of course, the scammers may have also learned about my son from a 30-second perusal of my Instagram feed. Yeah. That could have been yeah. pretty yeah. easy. That's Again, a easier one. she's now learning this after being scammed out of $50,000, and she is the financial advice columnist. Yeah, put that, put that graphic cut. back up. Perhaps you need a little more... That wasn't really her. That was, again, like no, this, said, this is her page. This is a stock photo. No. Yeah, that's her, bro. Look at her. A BA from Columbia, and she's getting scammed like this. And she needs a guy with a little money right now. Yeah. <laughs> that would be sympathetic towards her. Do you Wait, actually have about, money? Um, well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think either, either one of us actually have money right now and at the end she does come to the conclusion now i don't answer my phone okay and she could have yeah ended all of this because my mom yeah isn't old yep and will often call or text me hey uh i got an email that says uh you sent me something from amazon yeah and i have to click here for the and i'm like what look don't ever look at any email and and click on anything right because if it says your bank is this or Amazon is that, well, go then to the... Or if it says your PayPal account is going to be shut down. Yeah. That's a common one. Yeah. Uh, click here uh, if you didn't make this purchase or whatever. Well, then on a different thing, go to the PayPal account and okay, there's nothing there. Okay. Well, if there is, I'll, I'll see it eventually. Right. What if your wife <laughs> said, hey... CIA agent called me today. <laughs> I had to get him $50,000 in a shoebox. I mean, don't worry. I'm going to no go to the deal. social security office tomorrow. I got a check from the treasury. A hard check. They just I'm, had to change my social security I'm funding security the uh, Sandinistas. Yeah. Would you like to interview the guy? Yes. Yeah. The husband, the Charlotte husband? Yes. I would love to have a conversation with that great guy. Story. <laughs> but he's yeah. pretty upset. I'm doing a little oh, uh, Iran-Contra weapons trading type bid. I get nervous. I don't even like scanning. Like, everywhere you go, you have to scan a QR code. Yeah. Which I find, like, very... It just seems like that would be an easy way to get access to somebody's phone. Yeah. I get annoyed with the app. I know I'm an old man. Like, I went to McDonald's yesterday, because uh, that's where I'm at. My, I, I pulled up... I'm at the drive through at McDonald's, and I pulled up to the speaker, and they're like, do you want to use the app? And I'm like, I'm fuck, I'm here. Yeah, you're right there. I'm here. Gotta get those reward you know? points, bro. But I feel like... The yeah, you're a big reward guy. Yeah. You know, we don't give Pornhub... I was thinking about this. We don't give Pornhub enough credit. You go know. on. Well, because, you know. Because I'm going to agree right just off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you used to go to all these different sites to find what you were looking for, and they really streamlined it. And you know, like, hey, this is legit. Do you know what I mean? You're not clicking on crazy links. and Right. You know, I, I don't think anybody gives them enough credit for that. Somehow you connected the McDonald's drive-thru to Pornhub. Yeah. Well, well the, you that's know, how the day ends. You know, it's like uh, it's all we're always driving towards <laughs> Pornhub before we go to bed. Interesting. The day you like, wake up, it is just driving towards Pornhub eventually. They're basically eventually. just like a data company. <laughs> right. It's like, how do I get... Uh, they, they really without are. Without doing drugs, how do I get to sleep now? Because that used to be a thing, just right? How do I... Come in the snap. Uh, porn, yeah. Yeah, porn yeah it's porn. melatonin. But they, they actually are like a data company. <laughs> What do you mean? 
Um, I don't know if you've ever. They're like selling your whatever. Yeah, the, I mean that everybody's selling your everything. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's free. So, did you ever think about how it's free? Uh. There's no, commercials I just the thought time. they were really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice guys. They're Super just awesome people yeah. who understand dudes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of Pornhub, dudes rock. Also on my list today. I got to pee, by the way. All right, want a break and then? Well, I would like to. What? Well, no, what that's were you a good say? tease, though. That is, that is such, such a tease. Yeah. Like one time, I was driving my grandmother to see my mother, and we were driving through a neighborhood in East Dallas where we used to live. And my grandmother, with no prompting from me, she looks out the window and she goes, "Ah, you can tell a bunch of Mexicans live there now. All the brightly colored buildings." And I, I, I didn't argue with my grandmother anymore. I didn't want her to take her hearing aid out. Um, what I would do, what I would do is I would text the racist things she would say to my other comedian friends. And on this day, I text what she said to my friends. And within five seconds, my buddy Jimmy responds to me with a screenshot uh, where he had typed into Google Mexican apartments. <laughs> and it was nothing but brightly colored buildings. <laughs> All right, Grandma, fucking, you win this one. You win this one. You're listening to The Dumb Zone. We're here with our new best friend, Lawrence Rosales. Hey, everybody. We can all see him. Got the dog. The dog likes me, so I'm in. You can see him. Where's your next uh, gig? Want to promote? Yeah, I'll be at Backdoor Comedy Club all weekend. And then next Thursday, I'll be at Fort Worth Hyenas. And then, uh, oh, next Wednesday, I will be at uh, Cowabunga, which is in Plano. It's at the Fillmore Pub. Okay. These guys run uh, an amazing local show. I cannot recommend enough. Uh, they've got different locals on there every week or every month, and uh, the vibe there is great. Why are you doing a thing like uh, you brush your teeth when you say amazing? You're doing this. And I was doing this? Yeah. I was just like, petting the dog, Dan. <laughs> you know? uh, we're just trying to become a comedy podcast. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I told so, you they weren't ready. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I don't. Think <laughs> I, I told you. I don't think I tried. Why are using uh, air quotes? Dick sucks, Joe. You say amazing. Yeah. Um. Okay. What would I? What did I tease? Speaking Porn of Pornhub. Speaking of <laughs> Pornhub. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Pornhub, and um, the one website we all share. Especially By the way, today, uh, I will tell you, um, and I've uh, experienced this a couple different uh, times. Uh, a little bit different whenever you're not in the country. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Pornhub is different? Yeah. Better or worse? They just, like, make you enter different... Stuff? C- ...credentials, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's like, they don't believe that you're over 18? Yeah. Huh. That's Different credentials. Yeah. Do you guys ever try to stay off the porn for a while? Yeah, I have actually been doing that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What inspired this? You're just getting too kinky? <laughs> I don't know if it's kinky as much as it's just like like an immediate endorphin release. Yeah. You, you're an addict. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just been sort of trying to be like. Just be a better person. Yeah. You know? I suppose. Yeah. All yeah. right. So how do you go to sleep? Yeah. How's that working out? <laughs> Uh, drugs. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, prescribed drugs. So I'm pointing at you, dude. Right here. Blake Jones. Porn guy. Well, no, and especially today is a video show, and I, I, I prepped a couple of videos just for, you know, as we're trying to figure out uh, our new frontier, we, we just audio, but if we have a video show, I want to have a couple couple little things for you. Sure. Um, where's the Bobby Althoff uh, AI video? There's one? Are you not on social media? I feel like that was huge <laughs> trending yesterday. Who knows Bobby Althoff? I, yeah, I love her. Uh, no, I'm not aware of this. She did a Cuban podcast a while ago, Mark Cuban. Do you know who she is? No. Okay, I think, well, I think no, no I, don't, I don't either. Uh, she's uh, like the lady that interviews like rappers, right? Oh, that crosses her arms? Yeah. Over. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda. How are you so big? How are you, how are you so popular? It's but just her, like she has nothing. But, yeah, okay. Like that's the whole then point. I, yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind bit. of like a female... Um, Fuck, what was his name? Between Two Ferns kind of thing? Sort of, eh, but... But not really funny. Uh, I don't think... Blake told me in the past she's really funny. I, oh, okay. Nardwar. And I watched that Cuban Nardwar. video. Okay, all right. Who? You ever seen Nardwar? Mm-mm. No? No. no. I hate that I agreed with you Nobody. and then you checked me on it. I was, like, <laughs> I was just trying to keep it rolling yeah, and then immediately... Uh, with the guy. Nobody like, here yeah. seen Nardwar? I was just trying to, I was trying yeah. to help you out, you know? Nardwar is... Uh, like, his bit is like, he'll... Uh, know things from like 15 years in your past so like he'll have you know post on and he'll ask him about like Brick who is a good friend of ours it sounds awesome it's actually not that <laughs> yeah you're, you're, you're the good old layout I want to ask uh, something about things in the past yeah um, I want to ask uh, Lawrence about the time he made fun of people with PTSD and got uh, rushed by a Marine and his service dog. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So that, I mentioned this place earlier, Hat Tricks. Whenever I was new, Hat Tricks was like, here's how it works. So if you were, if you did good on Wednesday or Thursday, whatever, you got to come back on Friday and do 10 minutes in front of people that are waiting to do karaoke. As this bar in Louisville, the worst, the worst place ever. In fact, it was actually owned by a special teams coach, uh, Joe Avizano. Oh, really? He died. Oh, and then so I was there with the guy that took it over. He died uh, overseas um, when he was a special teams coach, and a lot of te- uh, <laughs> a lot of people huh. called him Coach Joe. Well, how did he get the nickname, though? Well, because was he the, was a coach. The big question, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And his name was Joe. Got it. So he owned that bar. Go ahead. So I'm there, and uh, on Friday, like normally you're just bombing an open mic, but I'm there on Friday. Set's going good, and there's this dude sitting in the front row, and he was showing somebody else like a trailer or like a Kid Rock video on his phone as I'm like <laughs> trying to do my closer. And I, I said to the guy, I was like, God, I, I really hate you right now. And he kind of bowed up a little bit. And I immediately, like, my back pedal was, uh, at a comedy show, if you insult somebody and it hits, they're likely to get more angry. Yeah. Um, So I go, I'm sorry, I don't hate you, Uh, because just the way he was kind of dressed, I was like, no, thanks for being here tonight. You know, I don't know how you found out about the show. I didn't know Trailer Park's got Wi-Fi. (laughs) And, um, And it kills in the room at the moment. Yeah. 
And the guy stands up and he goes, hey, I'm going to beat your ass. And, you know, this is a place with clearly no security. And uh, I was like, I really, I really, I wish you wouldn't. Yeah, I really wish you wouldn't. And then he. Bad for me. And you got to realize, like, you got the light in your eyes. I'm just, I'm just looking at a dude that's acting like an asshole. And then he jumps on stage and he tried to grab the mic from me. And I did the kid move where, like, I held onto it really tight and then let it go. Okay, and then he falls back? Yeah, he nice. falls back, gets Funny. up, very drunk. He takes a swing at me. I swing back at him. We get separated by the audience. And then all of a sudden, as the audience is like getting him away from me, um, this the woman who I hadn't seen before starts yelling, don't corner him, don't corner him. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she goes, uh, and he goes, you're making fun of veterans with PTSD. And in my head, I'm like, I have zero jokes about veterans with PTSD. Sure. Uh, you're just an asshole in an Aeropostale shirt. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know that, you know, like you can be a veteran with PTSD and be an asshole. Um, and then, but then all of a sudden this dog starts barking and it's running up back and forth in front of the stage, a dog dog that had like the service vest on. Yeah. But the light was, I didn't, if if I would have seen a service dog, I don't think I would have made the jokes that I made, but I did not see the service dog. Sure. Um, so I just closed my tab and I got out of there. (laughs) And then, uh, but yeah, I made the Dallas Observer. Oh, nice! Made the Dallas oh. Observer on that one. Yeah, so yeah, that was that's a little. And then he killed "Living on a Prayer" by Bon Jovi. No, that 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 <laughs> dude, up and... that dude's punched at least a couple ex-wives by this point. I yeah, mean, this dude, yeah. you know, no doubt, a very not uh, his first time. Yeah, not his first time to yeah. be in this situation. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if you don't have the Bobby Altoff uh, AI video, which I hear is a, a leak, and uh, she has commented on it. Um, but maybe we can get that for next week. Did you want me to like put it on the screen? Uh, I'm just interested. I just well, want yeah, you I'm, to help a buddy. I'm also very interested. I okay. just I did not hear about this yesterday. Okay, I'm surprised you didn't. You with your finger on the pulse of what's I'm going just, on. I'm not always on social media. Mm. Well, I am. Uh, always looking at our numbers. Yeah. Uh, always shaking my head. Could be, <laughs> could be better. Could be a little better. Where um, is that cat? Let uh, oh yeah we oh, lost the there cat. He is. Oh oh there he is. We'll blending in. Okay, blending good. in. All right, we're good. Um, but I did prep one more video for us, and it was a uh, this is kind of a today in Twitter. Come here, bud. Bit. Um, Come here, bud. So Come this here, is bud. a. Come here, bud. This was making the rounds. This went viral as well, and what this is is a cop pulling someone over. And I am very pro this. Should we pause, Jake? No, we're good. Okay. Do you think he's paying attention to the show? I do not. I'm back. Do you think he heard what you just set up? Cop. Uh, yes, uh, radio or video man. <laughs> this is the, the video. Yeah. <laughs> so you may not agree with me on everything, but I think we can all agree that left lane camping is a nuisance. I've had to slow down to almost 10 miles under the speed limit. That's our guy there. It's our guy there from Texas, and maybe he doesn't know how they, we do it here in Arizona. We don't like left lane camping here in Arizona. <laughs> People are now passing around on the right to get around him. Um, we've got one, two, three, four cars stacking up. You see one car just had to get all the way around and get in front of him. So, uh, Clearly, he is impeding the flow of traffic here. So I stopped you because you were driving in the left lane. I know I realize you're from Texas, but uh, you can't drive in the left lane and impede the flow of traffic. You had about four or five cars stacked behind you. Yeah, I 
I was going to the speed limit, so I was. So it's not about going idiot. the speed limit. It's about left lane is for passing. Okay. So you're supposed to drive in the other two lanes, unless you're gonna pass. Okay, that's basically um, all we need. There's plenty of people this. that were passing yeah. around um, you. I love that video. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because oh I God. knew you would for sure. You an angry driver, Blake? I think Dan and I are cut from the same cloth in that we're just we're ready to be where we need to be. Yeah. And so I'm uh, habitually in the left lane, and when I come up on somebody and I got to pass you, I'm usually a prick about it. Yeah. <laughs> because I just Jeez. I just want to go, man, and I want to get around you, and I want to drive in the left lane. I want to do 90, and I want to get where I'm going. Okay. It's illogical. Right. Do you leave late? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, right. I, so I'd rather not you. admit that part. Yeah, um, I'd rather just say I'm a fast driver. <laughs> but I feel like even if I leave early, I'm not I'm not working with logic in my head. Yeah, it's like a game. I I must I must defeat you. Yeah, I must get past you. And I'm not going I'm not going to hurt you because I'll be past you. Yeah. I won't be bothering you. So well, okay, that's, I, that's valid. Yeah, and a part of my daily commute here is I got to drive forty-five minutes on the highway, and so a yeah. part of it is just boredom. Yeah. And so maybe if I can just turn it into a little game of, hey, f you, Camry, and let me just go a hundred to pass. I don't know. Maybe that passes the time. Yeah, I, I worked for Uber for so long. I feel like I, I, <laughs> I like I, I try to avoid times of the day where traffic's bad, but like I don't know. The highway drives me crazy. The other day I had a stripper in my back seat, and I drove over a tire in the middle of the road, ripped the bumper off my Jeep. That was upsetting. Oh, you've upgraded. From the Spark. Yeah. No, I have upgraded from the Spark. And I was driving for Uber. That's why the stripper was back there. And then I had to get out <laughs> I had to get out of my car and go chase the bumper. And I thought she'd be like kind of, you know, not like coaching me, like not like cheering me along, but I just thought she'd be a little bit more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. But she was very mad at me that I had to get out of the car and run and go get this bumper. And then she was really upset because the bumper doesn't fit in the trunk. So I had to put it next to her. Mm. That's yeah. awesome. But we got where we were going. She give you a one star. I Probably. think uh, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard like a uh, Obama. Urgul talk about like uh, like his family. I think it's uh, Michelle's family, but it's like uh, they had like a disabled, maybe a dad, mom, something like that, and they always had to make sure to be early. Because of whatever disability that this person had. And so for me, it's like, I try to think of it like I have to be a little bit early to make it like cool for the people that are not doing well. I thought Dan told us yesterday if you had someone with a disability, you could show up late. No. And skip the line. Yeah. I mean, it's great. At a music. <laughs> we have a blind friend that gets us in anywhere. At Dr. Oh, Phil. Really? So great, yeah. At Dr. Yeah. Phil. You need I a do, blind friend. I dude. do think it is actually pretty helpful, but I think, like, in general, like, basketball tournament, you know, whatever else you want to do, um, just think like a disabled person. Yeah. And you'll always be early. And my wife certainly does not respect this. Okay, this is just interesting you saying this because we do know Jake time as far as I'll be there at uh, 11.30 and then... Yeah, I mean, part of that is like me hitting up Blake and being like, when are you, you going to be there? <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe Jake's time is based on my time. Yeah. I'll admit, I'm I'm habitually late. Where do you get to get in free or early with a disabled person? 
They went to the Dr. Phil show yesterday. Oh, he did. okay. Yeah, so he, we got there late. Yesterday. There's a big line, and they see us with our blind friend, and they're like, oh, right this way. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. And you get same, to walk right same in. Same guy yeah. that, uh, you know, we talked about this yesterday, but uh, he went to uh, a Trump rally uh-huh. with uh, our buddy. Tons of acid, tons of mushrooms, <laughs> and they got in. Pretty quick. To, to a Trump rally? Yeah. This is how they wanted to experience the universe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. How do you feel about, uh, like, if you got heckled by a disabled person? Do you, do you feel pretty welcome to fire it back? Boy, you, that's you, tough. You, yeah. yeah. You I've know had what? this happen several times, and I've handled it different ways. What a force field. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I've got to a point now where I'm like, I'm just going to treat you like a person. Like, I got onto a guy yeah. the other night, and I was like, man, we fucking, we let you park up front. You're going to come in here <laughs> yeah. and act like this? You're handicapable. Yeah, 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 exactly. You, already, yeah. you, you, you swiped the, you want to be now treated. we're even. Yeah. Well, I stumbled, I, I changed my tactic, because one time I, I was having a show at uh, DCH, and uh, I was headlining there, and the show's going great, but one guy just sitting with his arms crossed, he seems very, uh, just not, and I just asked him, I go, what's going on, man? Are you having a good time? And uh, he goes, you talking to me? And I thought the way he kind of had a New York accent. And I was like, oh, listen, this tough guy, you talking to me? And he <laughs> raises his hand. He goes, I only ask because I'm blind. Um, Jeez. And just the whole crowd got real quiet. And then I just proceeded to not do well for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then on the drive home, I, re- I was like, oh, I should have said, oh, well, you can't see this right now, but I look like an asshole. Funny. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. But instead, I just felt bad in the moment. Yeah. And yeah. so now I've learned whenever these things happen to not feel bad, to just pile drive through uh the disability and it seems like everybody has more fun that dude way. i yeah, gotta it sounds mean but it's it, it's you know also if you're disabled and you ruin the show for everybody else you're kind of being a jerk yeah, yeah. you're one of a hundred yeah do you yeah. have an example of making fun of a disabled person do what do you have an example well the one share? i said about the guy right i just asked him what he did for a living because like honestly i'm disabled and i was like dude you could have said anything else <laughs> yeah you could have told me you collect stamps or play guitar you know like dude. you just really stopped the show down <laughs> No shit. I was walking down like uh, at uh, the resort, and a, a dude euro crossed me. Oh, what's that? Sounds cool. Like okay. hit me yeah. with a euro step. Yeah, like a kid. I would have done that at fifteen. Like with a yeah. bowl. Yeah. yeah. He just like stepped me, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, kids will do that. So how often do you have drive home thoughts? Like, man, I could have. Oh, all the time. And then I guess that's great for. That's how you build a. A new bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I guess even handling hecklers, yeah. Because it does seem weird when you watch comedians and they're like, "Man, that guy handled that so perfectly." I never think, "Oh, Prepared. he's probably done that." Yeah. Oh, he's probably handled it poorly in the past, but he's learned that's what to. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. if you've been doing this a long time, it's funny to me sometimes where a heckler will try to throw something at you, and you're like. We were now. This is not. This is not. You know. It's like if you get in a ring with somebody who knows how to actually fight. You know. It's like I don't know. I try to avoid doing it, and I I, I handle hecklers like I never want anybody to be angry. Like I've had the staff trying to like throw somebody out, and I'll and I'll be like, hey hey, let them stay. Like we'll, we'll like let's talk it out. We'll handle we'll do this. A, we'll handle this right here, and we're yeah. all gonna have a good time. So when you say throw something at somebody, that's uh, I think you're meaning verbally. But yeah. um, I, I do have some information that once you had a shoe thrown at you. Yeah, this is hat, tri- hat tricks again. Okay. I can't. Dangerous place. Dangerous oh, place. Like Shut down now, and I'm so thankful for Still it. Still Coach Joe. Still Coach Joe. Yeah. No, hat tricks. Yeah, some lady just got mad at me. She took her shoe off, and she threw it, and it was a direct hit. Uh, it was wow. a great arm, really good arm. 
Um, real softball pitcher kind of thing going on. And uh, I don't even remember. I, I don't even really remember that incident. But yeah, that's now a, they're lo- they're out of shoe. Yeah, that feels like uh, a big win right away for you. I think I tossed it back. Oh, okay. You know, you got to be a gentleman because you are a friendly guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a friendly guy. You're not there to make people mad. Yeah, I said, please don't throw this again. <laughs> you know, but here's your shoe back. But anyway, I'm pro that cop, the cop that we watched. I am very pro that. Yeah, um, same. I do remember when I first moved here and I lo- I came from Ohio uh, as fast as I could and I lost my uh, dr- or I think I let my driver's license expire so I had to go get a new driver's license and had to take the test and everything and in the test it like in the Texas laws of driving whatever you call that there's probably a really cool easy word for it um, but it does say in there there's a section that says the left lane is for passing it is for keeping traffic flowing and so often guys think i can just park at the exact speed limit in the left lane and uh we should be able to do something you should be able to shoot a tire out or something i've thought about that all the time i think about that a lot i don't want to kill them shoot a tire yeah shoot their tire out now it's they got to pull over okay or just give them a little bump seems yeah maybe a bump something yeah you know something that you should be able to uh to do to them but you can't, and cops don't usually go after that. So that cop in Arizona, I'm very pro that guy. Okay. Um, you ready? To, you want to do some news today? I guess. It's barely. not a ringing endorsement. Yeah, barely prepared. I would love to do some news. Okay. Dude. Okay. Here's Jake. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. So news. Well, the first thing I would say is. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what you guys did when I was gone, but what about this Keller ISD thing? Nothing? Uh, no. What okay. Did, what happened? Uh, well, apparently, uh, because I can't move my family to a place that's peaceful, there is a documentary that was filmed at Keller, uh, actually it's Central High School, without the kids in any way signing off on it. Well, what's it about? Just high school life? Conservative, like, trans people suck. Oh. Yeah. Ah. It's like a... I think it's like a Norwegian uh, film company. And they just come in, and they're like, hey, we want to interview the principal. And then they, like, go through the holes. But the, no student signed off on it, and they just released it? And no parents. Oh. So is this, like, set up through the... Patriot The mobile. Patriot Mobile-driven... You know, 100%. That's, that's what they're doing out here, Lawrence. They're, they're, they're getting school boards voted in based on fear of... Uh, I mean, we don't like woke... Right? Yeah. So I'm, that's the, uh, you should be afraid of woke. And uh, I'm going to tell you what, you vote these people in, they're going to get all that woke garbage no woke. out of here. In fact, like our local school district was, I think they, they mandated that they had, that they be allowed to put up Merry Christmas in the schools. Like, it's, um, <clears throat> it's weird to me that like so many adults so are so worried about 
what kids that aren't their kids are doing. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I believe they actually. Because uh, I don't care about your kids. Also mandated no, yeah, uh, Ten Commandments. Yeah. The yeah. trans thing is weird. I just, I like, I have a friend who's actually trans, but I feel like I'm unique for that. Like, I just have never had a day where I was like, man, this day was. Look at all these trans Yeah, it would have been perfect, but this one trans person just really <laughs> fucked it all up. There's one, right? I don't know that I've ever one really, thing in my mind. If I have, I'm like, I, I had I don't a 99% care. good day. Yeah. Except for this trans fucker. But it's, yeah. but it's taking issues that affect <laughs> yeah. really very, very few people, but. Yeah. Yes, you can. Like, if your story about getting crossed over, Eurocrossed, you know, was a trans person, you'd be like, that was pretty cool. Uh, you know yeah, what I mean? High yeah. hills, It was cool either way. Crisscross me, applesauce, you know? Yeah, no, they, they white, white chocolated me either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm surprised you guys haven't seen this story, but it's, uh, it's a big deal. And in fact, like, uh, I believe a principal and one trustee have uh, resigned. Oh my Dude, goodness. they just let people into the school. And filming them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to get signed off on that. Well, it's because they were filming the bathrooms. Huh. Were I they? Mean, yeah, but, oh, I just you know, that even oh, okay. his bad joke is, <laughs> I uh, I would say it's they were average. filming everything. That'll get you fired. <laughs> uh, maybe, but not. Dude, I, day, I, I think area. so much about, like, what a dickhead dad I'm going to be. To your kid? No, to the establishment. Mm. Yeah, you're already like picking up or you know, disagreeing with the songs they want to sing. Yeah. The messages she's bringing home. Yeah. And she's five. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, kind of. But at some point, you don't how you much... want to take some charge? Yeah, but I mean, you know, at a different level, I always had a problem with, so when my kids were born, like you stopped, you're like, hey, I can't do meth because of this kid. Yeah. That seems good. (laughs) And I thought my thing was what I'm feeding them. Yeah. And I would never feed them the fries and just the crap I ate. And I changed my game severely. Yeah. Um, Well, I don't give them beer. No, no, no. But I just mean, so like also, you know, the sweets and everything. It's yeah. like, all right, they're going to have enough of this over their life. Uh, I don't need them eating, you know, all this sugar stuff all the time. You're trying to raise them to be healthy. Well, they go to school. They start school. And every other day, it's like, oh, it was so-and-so's birthday. So we had cupcakes. Oh, it was like, yeah, they didn't really get that at home at all. Yeah. They, you're, you're fine. Like if you grow up in a trailer you don't really know there is a... I don't know that you're... Well, maybe you could tell me. Yeah. I grew up like apartment to apartment to apartment with Same. with my grandma because my mom went somewhere. Okay. So similar. We Very had a similar, similar thing with grandma. Yeah. Me and grandma always watched the Golden Girls together. So yeah. we got that going for us. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you know your situation. And I didn't remember thinking, oh, this sucks because I live in a tiny apartment. I just thought this is where we live. Yeah. And so if you eat... Okay, I got another example. Okay. How you can just train your kids. Okay. He's on fire. Yeah, because he, he loves this one. Yeah. yeah. So my kids grew up thinking... I'm going to smoke. ...that Christmas, opening presents every year, every kid must open their presents at like noon or 1230. Yeah. Because dad would wake up at 12. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what we did. 
And they didn't complain about it until they got older and they found out everybody else is like getting their, their dad up at 6 a.m. Yeah. So uh, I trained them to like, hey, this is just how you eat. You eat hell and things are going fine until you get out there and like, oh, we've never had this before. And they're eating everything they can. And that was always a bother to me. It's a bother when we go to the bank or go over wherever and it's like, oh, you want a little lollipop? Lollipop, yeah. Oh, wait. How about, you know, I like the place that we give them a sticker. Yeah. But if you offer them a lollipop, well, now you don't have to be with this kid while she's up, uh, you know, because she can't get to sleep because she's now in- ingested more sugar than she usually does in a week. See, that was kind of my situation where w- at my house we didn't grow up with sodas because I would just drink all of them. Like right. I had no control. And the same with dessert. And so when I got out on my own, it was the same thing. Like, Hell yeah, I have a Dr. Pepper. I can't, you know, I can't wait. So do you think that hurt you in the long run? I do. And so that's why with, with Brooks, I don't mind giving him like a dessert or something because I want to at least introduce it to him so he does not go crazy out in the wild. But shouldn't you do it you, at your pace though? But yeah, that's that's how I, that's what I tell myself. Yeah, that's why uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give my daughter uh, sodas and also uh, have her watch black.com. Well, see, my son, he's never had a soda, but like we went to- Thank a, you. At least video, man. I don't know what it is. I no, went you, to a, a yeah, Halloween. On Halloween, we went with two parents, and my son's three, and we went with, with two parents, and they're like, Thank oh, our you. son, they kept bringing up our son. We have no TVs in the house. Our child's never eaten candy. And I was like, in my head, I was like, man, that sounds like, I get what you're doing, but in my head, I was like, I don't even want my son hanging out over here. This is lame. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah this really <laughs> sucks. You're like, I'm not, I'm not just feeding my can- my kid candy and soda. But yeah, I'm not fact- trying to say I was totally bereft of everything, but it was just like a, look, hey, I, we should be able to be the ones to, deal, to dole it out. Yeah, but they're like, no, we'd never let him do Halloween before. And I was like, wait, this seems like, uh, I don't know. Seems well, like Halloween is an interesting one. Yeah. Just because you're trying to teach them. Not to talk to strangers, not to do this, not to, and especially candy. That's the worst thing you could do is yeah. take candy from a stranger. Now, here's a day. This one day. Yeah. When you can take candy from every stranger. Just do candy and strangers. Yeah. The other thing that you didn't have to deal with is grandparents' house. Because grandparents don't care at all what they right. give them. The, all the rules are done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and when we traveled, we would have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. try to limit No screen, bedtime. We try no to limit nothing. screen time. Uh, right. Okay. Don't let them drink some of your green tea at seven thirty. Right, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, and so that that is a hurdle. What we know about AT and T's cellular uh, network outage? What we know is our phones didn't work this morning. Yeah, yeah. What they tell us? Not much. That's it. Solar flare. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. You believe in that? What, what is a solar flare? I don't know, but it does sound like okay, something that's out of their control. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's a good excuse to have because it makes me not mad at AT and T. Two strong solar flares. What is a solar boy. flare? Mm-hmm. And how did it not affect Verizon? They have solar flare protection. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, they had the insurance or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. I thought my phone was. <clears throat> jacked up this morning as I'm trying to call Dan like please don't make me feel so bad about quitting my job well as Blake uh, informed me I'm on social media too much so I was well aware that other people were dealing with this yeah yeah I just I'm just looking for validation yeah the people like me you going through all the Patreon comments yeah you heart oh. the ones that says Dan's awesome yeah do you read do you guys read the comments on your stuff I used to but I don't now 
No. Yeah, I don't. I've not. Uh, I see them stack up, and I, I've. Uh, yeah, at times, I will like. There's been a couple times on the special, like I've kind of scanned through, mm-hmm. but like not in like the full read mode. Like I just kind of was like, okay, that's that's a lot of comments. That's okay, and then kind of collapse it, and then keep it moving. A lot of times, people are like, "How did you not know how uh, stars work?" Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Like stars in the sky? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have no know. idea how stars work. I know. I know that's what, what I'm saying. Like, is. I don't know anything. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's how? Marquee. You know what? The the response to that should be, how do you not know that I don't know? I about, am a like, dummy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Geez, you've been listening to us. Right. And so people will, yeah, people hey, will be Hey, do some like, research. Hey, yeah. Before you, you get on the air, do some research. I'm like, well, it didn't come up. I can't believe that guy was that mad about Pat McAfee. <laughs> that that's he's, gonna stick with me for a little bit. But Tell me, he's a, still a fan of ours. He's he, but he wants us to uh, you know do a little do research. some research on Pat McAfee. Yeah, okay. I agree with him. He sounds like a left lane camper. I'm with Lawrence. I'm not trying to uh, make him mad. Oh, by he's the way, do you, uh, did we talk about the uh, the bluey thing? The cuck chair? Yeah. No. What do you think? Uh, I think they got a little something going on. Okay. One of the who was it animators? Yeah. Are uh, you in this scene? My kids aren't young enough for this. Oh no, my son's obsessed with Bluey. Obsessed. I have the Bluey phone, the game on my phone. You know, so yeah. when we're doing a change. I can let him play it. That's cool. Yeah, you, yeah. Kind of keeps him focused. What's your opinion on it? Uh, on the on the show? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it's enjoyable. They got I, they I like got a it. lot of merch. They got yeah. a lot of these merch. guys say like, what blue? Somebody sleeping with their neighbor or something? What's going on here? Yeah, I Give mean, Lawrence, your your theories. On there's Bluey. there's there's definitely always been a theory that uh, that he was sleeping with the neighbor. Wait, this is somebody doing. Do you guys you guys remember the website Literotica? Yeah, like fans. so somebody's doing a Literotica. Yeah, on Bluey. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. And don't so, know. in particular, I think that's um, why I'm good at writing because I grew up. Beating off the literatica. Among the the last like few episodes that they released, they're saying that like there's a chair in the back that is clearly like a cuck chair. So this is like the dicks in Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like where the the uh, leaves or sea whatever go up. It's I think so this... weird to me. It's like whenever adults are too into Disney, you know. Yeah, it's just, probably it's a little... so. Yeah, I think there's. But I mean, they are really happy. I think there's... Uh, so, yeah. yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's a magical place. <laughs> it started with... Unless you're a, in that chair. There was a pineapple yeah. in one of the episodes. Upside down. Which is a common swingers thing. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just clearly during the Stump Fest episode, there was something going on with Chili. Uh, yeah. yeah. One of the neighbors. Um, just getting housed. Yeah. Just getting... <laughs> that's a weird... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird to be with your kid and be like, is that a cuck chair in the background? I'm almost <laughs> yeah. positive. And if you're not there with your kid, what are you doing? Dude, I would clean, you know, like, there's I, no, I would there's, absolutely clean her out. Jake Jake likes the mom. You like the mom? Yeah. Hunter used to be this way with like Futurama. He'd be like, she's so hot. And I'd be like, that's a cartoon with one eye. <laughs> <laughs> but he loved that stuff. One pussy. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever. She's really hot. I think. I don't. Uh, anyways. All right. I guess that's your news. Okay. <laughs> that's Dumb the news. Oh man. News. Pretty short. Like that's how we do news. Yeah, okay. All right. I like it. You guys are all like tapping out. Yeah. I'm gonna see my son. I feel like later. we're all just talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who tapped out? 
The Dumb Zone presents. I can't believe he's still here. Yeah. Who? The cat? Lawrence. No, the cat is he said, right there. He said he was going to stay. Yeah, I saw it stay. He promised his Based best on the friend. beginning of this uh, podcast, I might have lost my new job, so we'll see what my boss says. <laughs> no reason to be in a rush. What do you do day to day again? Uh, I just got a job. Uh, my son needed benefits. Yeah. So I had to stop living like a savage I hear with Uber and comedy only. Um, so I've been doing uh, selling insurance. Nice. Which the last three weeks were so, like I was doing, I was performing with Harlan Williams. We did uh, five or six shows at Dallas Hyenas and like in between sets. Like it was such a great weekend, but in between, I'm just in the green room, just studying insurance to try to pass this test. Uh, Got a 72, two points. Puppy dog pals, money, right? But, oh, Dumb and yeah, Dumber, yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's got kid money. Yeah, great guy, super nice guy. Half baked, half baked. God, I loved half baked when I was a kid. I like to hear I, certain one, people are nice guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I hate when you hear, "Oh, that guy's an asshole." Yeah, yeah you know yeah. the one we heard. Uh, that really sucked was uh, uh, what's the fucking guy from the comedy duo you're a big fan Dan Flight of the Concords no Bob and David no Skalar Brothers no comedy duo uh, Woodward and Bernstein no that would be uh, Penn and Teller no <laughs> it's somebody you, you went to go see at uh, like uh, Texas Star Theater. And oh, the comedy Bang Bang. The, uh, that stuff. No. Yeah, but what was the guy's name? Oh, uh, uh, Tim and Eric. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a bunch of people told us. Like, I went and saw Tim. Tim was not a fun guy. Oh yeah, that's always disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to hear that. I want yeah, Tim to be a good that guy. Sucked. We met a guy. And they say Eric is a a pee hound. That Eric's <laughs> always got a hot. Okay. Well. Fantastic! For I'm him. glad for him, yeah, because yeah, he doesn't look like. No, like, that's the the kind of we always get upset like at Troy Aikman because he's the greatest athlete ever and he's so hot. Yeah, and he's got his hair. Yeah, like everything's perfect about him. Like, oh, who's the guy? Uh, Justin Thoreau. Yeah. yeah, huge dick, giant wiener. Yeah, he's a uh, <laughs> great actor. I love that you know that. Oh, and, I didn't know that. I'm just, you oh, know. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I, I'm not going to make you pull up something and argue about it. <laughs> you know, like. He's, uh, but he's hot. And then we find out, oh, he wrote Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and he's funny. Like, Unbelievable. And he's, so if you're going to, like, you know, if you're going to look like me, then you need, you know, give me something. one of those. Give me. Funny, big dick. I like Randy Johnson, the pitcher. He's yeah. uh, he's terrible looking. Like the, uh, yeah. the uh, But even that one doesn't make sense. Because the musicians he, who are ugly. I love them. Yeah. Even, yes, even, they should get hot chicks. But even Big Unit they're good is like music. a great photographer. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you should get like two out of the three. Yeah. You know, but you can't get all three, you know? Like Tom Brady's too. Oh, my uh, God. He's everything. Did you watch the documentary with him on Disney? Disney uh, documentary? Yeah, they did that man in the, the arena. Oh, uh, it's on ESPN. Plus, oh, ESPN, I yeah. yeah. I just, I, I watched, <laughs> I, it made me like him less, I think. Oh, really? Okay. He's also a pederast. I don't know what that means. I made out with his son. All right. He barely kissed his son. Oh, man. Yeah. Right next to to the bluey chair. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Today's Thursday, February 22nd. We're doing Today in History now. Okay. If you guys uh, are cool with that. On this day in 1920, the first dog racetrack 
to use an imitation rabbit opened. <laughs> okay. In California. Never been to a dog racetrack. No. I think they exist still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when we uh, when we would leave Alabama, the Saroys would always go. It's a few years ago. I remember there was some kind of a greyhound scandal. It felt like uh, where dogs were dying. Of course, you know, yeah. just like the they do. Yeah, as they do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Blake? Yeah, you can go to Lone Star Bark and watch the dog races. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. The Greyhound <laughs> is the uh, you know the emblem for big, big, slow buses. Yeah, like if you really got to be somewhere and you're getting on a Greyhound and you see the Greyhound, it's kind of mean. You know? Yeah, it's like no, we're not doing that. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that is. Let me bet on that. Yeah. yeah. On this day in 1980, it's the uh, Miracle on Ice. Oh, Al Michaels. Did we re- did when we- I was when I was on meth, I had a lot of miracles on ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen more than once. You know. Do you like remember everything that happened during your like a bender? Do you call it um, a bender? You know, like I don't. I don't. Thing? I don't know if I forget everything or if I've just kind of blocked it out. Okay. You know, like I lost the key to a room and I don't need to go in there. Yeah, in there for me. Yeah. I'll keep. <laughs> yeah, you're doing uh, basically like journeys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like memento, but like a lot of gay stuff happened. <laughs> Good movie. Uh, is it really gay though? If you're on that, no. That's no, I'm the just uh, the deep question. On this day in 1984, David Vetter died. He was the 12-year-old Texas boy who spent most of his life in a plastic bubble because he had no immunity to disease. The exact opposite of Lawrence Rosales. Yeah. 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 Who has Just immunity like, for every disease. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Put him down. Whoa. <laughs> well, he he died because they removed him from the bubble. <laughs> well, yeah. that's what they, they put him yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, Made-for-TV movie was uh, John Travolta was the boy in the plastic bubble. They did make it seem like a lot more fun than you know it was. Let's see. Also, did you know John Travolta uh, ended up falling in love with the woman who played his mom on The Boy in the Plastic Bubble? Oh, wow. And they hey, that's had, on Pornhub. They had, like, sex and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I only know that uh, via you. Yeah. Um, wasn't he, like, heartbroken? Uh, well, she died of cancer. And then, uh, yes, they, they say that's the only woman he ever truly loved. He got whacked off by a bunch of dudes. That's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. If you want to do that, that's your thing. Yeah, for sure. Just don't bring it in my school. <laughs> that's all I say. <laughs> don't write a book about it. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1996, team owner Abe Poland, I think it was, announced that the Washington Bullets will now be known as the Wizards. Uh, starting next season, Poland decided on the change because of the violent connotation of the team's name and Washington's high murder rate. Yep. And afterward, they were actually able to prove a correlation because uh, in the years directly following, the crime rate did go down. Yep. Especially uh, shooting-related crimes. That's right. In Washington, D.C. In fact, it's nearly zero now. Yeah. The incidence of wizardry went up, <laughs> right? They yeah, sold I mean, uh, a lot of the smocks with the yeah. You the would go, you would just go out and, in the streets, and there would be people wearing like a big pointy hat. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. It is sure. weird that people are that influenced, though. You know, it's like 
They're like, we, we just quit wearing bullet jerseys and everybody quit shooting each other. Well, yes. that's, that's like a very... I believe I lied about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. So. That's good news. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they changed the name to thinking that, oh, the name the bullets, that means we take away that. We're going to take yeah. it. Oh, it. And then you get this. Yeah. yeah. There, there you go. That's... Like that's Everyone a twelve-year-old kid in watching. DC now is just doing spells, <laughs> making potions. Yeah. And on this day in 2021, Daredevil Mike Hughes. He was 64. He died. Okay. So you may remember this story. He launched himself in a rocket. Oh. He said he wanted to fly to the edge of outer space to see if the world is round. He oh. was a truther. <laughs> okay, Kyrie. <laughs> And yes, his rocket, it, you know, he's no Elon. <laughs> Didn't work out. And look at Lawrence just laughing at this poor man. I think this that's poor, hilarious. Okay. That is, yeah. like, <laughs> no, but like the way to way to believe in Actually, something and follow through. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> if you're going to. Yeah. I mean, if you really believe what you believe, then go out there and prove it. You Die know? doing what he loved. Yeah. Being wrong. Which is what. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have today's birthdays. Former Dallas star Brent Severin, 58. Former Dude. Dallas Mav Rajon Rondo, 38. Sevy used to yell at me like heavy. When you were running the board for yeah. stars, whatever? Yeah. Why? Did you mess up? What do you think? Oh, I, I think you're <laughs> perfect at you. you know. No, I was like 24. Okay. And yeah, I uh, I made some mistakes. He was not a big fan. What was the next one? Uh, Rajon Rondo, who we got in the Dwight Powell trade. Jesus Christ. What are you excited about being <laughs> in Dallas for? Oh, that was that press conference? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Julius Irving is 74. Now, okay. do you remember the story that Julius Irving, every year on his birthday, Dr. J, you familiar with Dr. J? Mm-hmm. Dunks, of course. To, yeah. That he dunks on his birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find... This year's does he dunk on his birthday? And I couldn't find anything except for like a decade ago. Okay. And so this, let's take a look at the dunk on his birthday video and see if indeed you think he could dunk today. This is a decade ago. Oh. I would block that shit into the You would 300s. not do any of that, but uh, let's see. Slow motion. Slow so motion, I think he's yeah. barely getting it over. <laughs> I mean, better than I could do. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, but, I, I hope that was the last one. Like, why? But if that's a decade ago, I'm thinking... I'm not betting on Julius Irving. I'm going to put that in the bleachers. He yeah. uh, said his last dunk came when he was 63, and he's dunking donuts now. Yeah, well... Oh, I'm glad he had a tag on there a little bit. <laughs> Everyone's a comedian, right, Lawrence? I can tell you where those donuts are going. The stance. Oh, because you're going to be uh, rejecting that. Mark Chimura is 55. Ooh. Now, what is the story with Mark Chimura? I have written down here Packers hot tub. But yeah. do you recall? Yeah, I mean... It was definitely something that we talked about with Bob a lot more than um, than he wanted. Well, I don't know about that, but I think it was, and I I actually 
ran into this the other day a little bit. I think you can identify Dan. He had a, a babysitter. <laughs> and it was like, do you take her home or do you invite her to the hot tub? Mm. And in his case, he chose B rather than A. Yeah, I don't think B would ever be. <laughs> no, but like... But I do remember once driving the babysitter home. Yeah. And it was the most uncomfortable drive. Yeah, and I mean, dude, even the fact that like, She's your, like your, daughters 14. Are, your daughters were giving me heck for having their numbers. And it's like, yeah. I have your number because you watch my child. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were two years old. But just me and a 14-year-old girl. Not good. It's dark. Yeah. For some reason, my wife hey. said, you drive her home. What if we pull it's up like, here? Nothing, this is not good. Yeah, this is not good. But then do you feel bad for feeling like this is not good? That's what like, I'm you saying. You should feel See, like that's what's the big deal. The, yeah, the, I'm just the a guy. Volley, I'm just a human. The, yeah, yeah. The but, volley but back is like, thing. what are you, a creepo? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've, maybe I am. I've been talking about this recently. There's good guy math. People don't like, there's math that goes into being a good guy that I think people don't think of. Like, if I leave the bar at the same time as a girl and we happen to park next to each other, like, I've got to stop walking at some point. Right. Yeah. And create space, which yes. is also creepy to just be like, hey, I'm going to just watch, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't think. Uh, Slowly watch. Like Dude, porn, actually, like porn like, we don't get this, enough credit. This happened to me the other day. <laughs> we don't, man. <laughs> we don't. Uh, we don't. Like, uh, omelet bar resort. Yeah. You think it's and tough being a guy? Try being a white guy. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, like, uh, the lady came to us and said, like, can you move the line back that way? I heard it. She heard it. Fairly attractive woman. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was like, you know, she moved. And then, like, nobody else moved. And the lady was like, uh, you know, move back there. And a uh, woman goes, clearly Canadian, as we've discussed. She was like, uh, I heard her say, we move back this way. And then I said, I heard what you heard. And the couple in front of us, like 65, they were like, smart man. They immediately assumed we were together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. And so for the next 15 minutes... <laughs> I just had to stand there with this woman. Right. That I was not, I mean, I definitely would have, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Sure, because that's who you are. Guy of fuck. You're ready to tag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you love the But bone. my point is just like, you know, it was awkward. <laughs> uh, Drew Barrymore is 49. I think he's made like a billion dollars. Huh? Drew Barrymore? Oh, she no. I was thinking of uh, Cleveland guy. Huh. Drew Carey? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, she's uh she's kind of fallen off, yeah. Um, was she hot? I don't know where she ever was to fall uh, off from. Yeah. yeah I I, so. I mean, uh she was married to Adam Sandler, right? I don't think so. No, that was the movie movies. 50 First States. No, I think she actually was. No. No way. I'm guaranteeing she yeah. was not married uh, to Adam Sandler. Ooh. Was Drew Barrymore married to Adam Sandler? Jake will now Look up the information. I say absolutely not. Yeah, the I say no. Was Lawrence? That, was that Tom no, Green? No, definitely not. It was absolutely Tom Green. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, all right. Well, we answered that. Turn off that sound effect. Hmm. <laughs> What's up? Drew Barrymore was uh, married to Tom Green for a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's real love. It's longer than some. 
I mean, look at you throwing a stone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I no am. Doubt. As if you've been married. You're the happy couple. It's, You're not uh, married anymore, right? Um, yeah, it's it's real confusing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Confusing. I hear in your special, you're like, we're co-parenting. Yeah. And then my wife's like, oh, that means he's not married. I'm like, oh, the really? material changes week to week, and it's not based <laughs> on my mood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Rachel Dratch is 58. Funny. I okay, think. who was she married to? Don't know. Okay, I thought you just Dan. knew all that. Adam Sandler. Paul. <laughs> Paul Lieberstein is 57. Blake knows. It's got to be King of Queens. Nope. Um, Eminem's manager? Oh. No. It's Toby oh, from The Office. Oh. That was a I good thought you were a big office guy. Paul yeah. Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Paul Rosenberg, yeah. Did I do something bad? All right, what was closer? <laughs> His Drew, uh, Drew Carey, Drew Barrymore, or? Uh, I don't know. Probably Rosenberg him. skit? I know, but skit, I, yeah. I just remember seeing Paul with skit. I couldn't remember the last name, but you're right. Uh, Paul Dooley is 96. He's Toby the dad sucks. Chris, uh, 16 Candles. What? Toby sucks. Toby from The Office? Yeah. Don't believe his character. Like He's actually probably a great guy. Yeah. Real fun to be around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicholas Pelegi is 91. The author of Goodfellas, which is actually called Wise Guys. Damn. Great book. You Goodfellas fan? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. That Casino? That's the uh, my all-time movie. Yeah, and he wrote Casino as well. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I missed that era. You know, before Marvel movies, there's just gangster movies. Yeah. Those are good times. Yeah. He is actually married to someone famous, Nora Ephron. Oh, wow. So how about that? Now okay. you can use that information at parties this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I definitely will. Born on this day, now they're dead. George Washington? Oh, okay. Fat Bull. You're like, oh, I recognize him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him before. <laughs> I know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something, something public school. Finally, a guy yeah. I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, Ooh. Stingray. Yeah. Yeah. Jake's what? Is it, future father-in-law? Jake likes Bindi. Dude, she has some heavies. Hmm. I have a little problem... Like you said, you have a problem if it's somebody you've seen that was famous when they were little or young. Yeah, I, and then actually, I uh, adopted this from you. Miley was it because of Miley Cyrus? Yeah, because yeah, my daughters would watch uh, whatever that Miley Cyrus show was. Hannah Montana. Okay, and uh, then she ends up being hot, and I'm like, oh no! But I remember, I remember her as a 11 year old. Right. Yeah. So now that she's hot. How do I, you know, I'm not like whatever president. There's one president that met his wife when she was a baby. No. Uh, uh, is it? I feel like. Who is it? No, 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 no. He's married to like Macron a is married much to older his teacher. Lady. Yeah, but yeah. we're talking about a lady. Somebody like Taft or somebody. Fillmore? Maybe. Someone. Yeah. That era, well, era before we know He anything. met his <laughs> wife when she was a baby. Yeah. Like yeah. it was a it was a daughter of a friend. Yeah. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. and then he ended up. You know, I, I don't think Miley Cyrus is much, but he he loves Miley Cyrus. I think it's, <laughs> it reminds me of Torty's tacos, like how you can get one of them trashy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, but it's like he, yeah, that's attractive. He, here's, here's what <laughs> yeah. you have to understand. Yeah. Uh, if you heard the term like a uh, whiskey tango, yeah, I'm as white trash as it gets. Yeah. 
and that's what I like. But like, who is like a hot uh, pop celebrity? Like, it's like a Jessica Simpson. It's like I'll take the Jessica Simpson, but trashy, and then like just Miley Cyrus <laughs> put comes some, out. Put some. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just Ashley Simpson? <laughs> oh, yep. There you yeah. go. Uh, Steve Irwin, of course, uh, Bendy the Jungle Girl was a TV show that was on along with Steve Irwin's yeah, Crocodile Hunter. That's tough for you. My kids would watch. Eh, it's not that tough. She's pretty hot. Yeah. There's a level of I'm not going to care. Because <laughs> she looks way different. In fact, because her yeah. up tops really. Uh, yeah. There's, so she a, looks way different. Yeah. It's not. That's not. I actually don't group. think she does look that different. So mm. it's, I think it's pretty creepy. It was Grover Cleveland. It was Grover Cleveland. So who, he was 49 and married a girl who's 21. Yeah. If you're famous and wealthy or president. The president. I mean, people have been doing a it president for president actually, years. I don't think, falls into that category. Millions you know? of years. Would you risk it for that? <sighs> Consider the era. Oh, he's thinking. I thought it would have been a quick yeah, no. That's, that's an attractive woman. He definitely yeah. contemplated. Yeah, yeah. You would think the 1900 the, the, era. The shade, of the, the shade of the photo reminded, made me think of my grandmother, so I had to take a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Creepo. Yeah. But it's not, though. It's not what she looks like. It's just that time frame of the photo, yeah, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Era adjusted. Yeah. But in the end, we we give a thumbs up. Uh, died on this day, still dead. We do have, of course, the boy in the plastic bubble. We have uh, Charles Blondin, who walked across Niagara Falls in a tightrope, on a tightrope, not mm-hmm. in a tightrope. Damn, not easy. That's cool. You guys are so stoked on Niagara Falls for some reason. You got to go, dude. It's really cool. <laughs> have you been? No. Okay. No. And I do love all this. The uh, when you go to the little Niagara Falls museum, I'll show of, you. Well, it has. Like pictures of all the people who tried to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yeah. Oh. Which seems like that's a bygone era. Yeah. yeah. Now dead. Yeah. Like, first dead. of all, barrel. Where are you going to get a barrel? Don't even know. But then just just think of your mindset of yeah. what can I do? Yeah. Man, people used to be bored. Like how bored are you Yeah. in 1900 that you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – my my life, I have no prospects. Instead of uh, getting a barrel, <laughs> what I do for fun now is I go to the 38th floor of the Palms, uh, and I shoot 508 people at a country <laughs> music concert. You know, um, that drug dealer who gave me a pill then started crying. What? That, that kind of feels like crawling into a barrel and going off Niagara Falls. You know, kind of same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The whole him I started crying is a, uh, oh, there you go. I have uh, so there's a little cushion in the barrel. 35 oh. guns back here. But a lot of people died. And I systematically take out people at a Jason Aldean concert. Did anyone survive the barrel thing? Yeah, that's what I was paying attention to me. I'm, Jason I'm just letting you roll, bro. Let's do the thing. I'm Are you in. a country music fan? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I just killed a bunch of people at a country concert once. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, he's taken over the persona of... I don't even know his name. Yeah, I don't either. You do. That sounds right. We are way too comfortable with Mash here. I was doing a show Stephen the other Stephen Paddock. I was doing a show the other week, and I have a bit that I open up about about it's on the special about the the parking and like uh, something something people uh, oh try to make things more positive. I pulled in my apartment. There's 
I don't know, a bunch of shootings, whatever. <laughs> but I opened up with that bit, and I like had taken it further. And in the front row, I just act like I'm doing like an act out, and I'm just like blop 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 blop. And the audience is just clapping and loving it. Yeah. And, and even in my head, I was like, shoot, I was trying to upset you guys. Like, yeah. I was trying to like, I was trying to wind them up, yeah. and they were like, we love it, mass shootings. And I was like, man, we've really got a problem here. I can't yeah. even get you guys upset about it. Like if you have a Columbine situation now, you're like, Tuesday? that doesn't even make. Yeah, that that yeah. stopped down everything for a day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, also died <laughs> so on this day Reggie Roby, who was Ooh. the Jackie Robinson of punters. Punters. Because he was black. Yeah. And he Pretty punted. And Jackie very Robinson, good also black. In fact, yes, yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. And that was Today in History. I don't know if we have any closing remarks. Hunter, do you want to offer anything? I got nothing. Oh, you got a bag? Um what we would like Lawrence? everybody to go to Lawrence Rosales' uh, uh, YouTube page. It's his, on the I'm his, a Fan of Network. Just go in, type Trina, please. Trina, uh, T R E N A. He is, uh, it's great. There it I is. love the YouTube special. Um, Fantastic. Thank you very much. You're not as heavy on Twitter as you are on like, the gram and stuff like that. Yeah. Isn't that a weird, like, what do I. Well, get I, big on here. It's, I think a Twitter at some point, just as I was getting healthier, uh, mentally healthy, healthy, it's like I, I, I tune down. Like I post a lot of stuff and I keep the social media going, but I try not to engage with And Twitter's just, I don't know. A lot of noise. So of noise. you're trying yeah. to improve your mental health. You're saying that is not part of the equation is more Twitter. More Twitter. <laughs> yes, for <It's>, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Less meth. Less Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot more Planet Fitness. So I think this day went well. I'm happy with it. Okay. The dogs uh-huh. and cats are now getting along. Yeah. Like it took a while, but like the dog is just napping over here. Your cat's napping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all friends now. I hope you'll do it again. I would love to do it again. Dude, dude, I had a rules. fantastic time. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a, a very funny dude. Lawrence Rosales, everybody. Oh, thank you, guys. All right, Blake's kind of give you a... a a polite golf clap. He's not yeah. as impressed, but I am Blake, very you, impressed. You're just clapping in the microphone. I, <laughs> I was the only one that didn't insult him when he came up. Well, thanks. Dude. I gave him yeah. a hug. Yeah, Thank he you, didn't Dan. want that. Not everyone wants to be touched that way. What a dick. Adios, mofo. Oh,
Oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh,